touchdown on bitch, hey girl, I'm home. Been so long, I thought that you should know. Yeah. I would that you were yeah, girl, I mean, like at the bottom. Fitting on us, but you got me out of my way. Oh, this is enough for all I done. Oh, there's just never a way around for me. You never wait around for me. Oh, you sold it down for me. Need you to spin a block on me. I want I get Pictures make your life look way too perfect. On you, well, I see behind your curtains, baby. It's so hard to tell from all that. And you do the most to fall back. But you got me at all. We are this is enough. For all I've done. For me, need you to spin a block on me. I want I get home. Oh, treat me like there's no left. Oh, baby, don't leave this on red. All the things I should say. Once I Check one two one two. Mike yep, check yep, one two. Yep, yep. Let me up on the real phone. Yep, yep. Crew season podcast. We are back again. This is episode one twenty three. Siento. Twenty tres. Siento. Twenty tres. 
sharper, boy. Yeah. Every, every week you get sharper, boy. OT is in the building. I'm here. What's good, baby? Smooth himself is in the building. Yeah, I ain't want to say nothing today, man. I'm on niggas' asses today. Yeah, man. I'm D-Trill-A-C, man. This is another episode of the Crew Season Podcast, man. How you fellas doing on this glorious night, man? Cool. Cool, man. Dealing with some things, but I'm cool. Mighty good. I mean, I see y'all Y'all dripped out in, in new uh, uh, gear. You guys want to speak to it? Man. They see it. <laughs> they see it. I don't want no fucking questions. Get the camera out of my face. They say your work's supposed to show. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But y'all see it. Yeah, man. Um, these these dope jackets that we got on are now available on cruiseseason.com. Uh, like I said before, we got our domain back. So cruiseseason.com for all merch. I know, you know, a few of y'all was trying to uh search, you know, to how we can find some merchandise, whatever the case may be. Yeah, the old the old website, we switched it around. We got our uh, domain back. So cruiseseason.com. Make sure y'all tap in to get those jackets. These sweaters that the sweaters broke out on right here is, is still in production. Mm. But you know, this is a mm. you know prototype. They will be available here pretty soon. Uh so when they drop, man, make sure that y'all tap in and you know show love like y'all always do. We appreciate it. Um, first and foremost, before we get this thing started, man, salute to Crusader Nation in the building. Sure. Salute to the Patreon, Sleeze Bar Youth. It's a beautiful thing, man. Without y'all, man, where would we be? Hey, how, how you doing? I'm good, man. You know, I'm uh, you know, working, man. Just trying to, you know, just trying to stay, stay busy, trying to stay focused on the goal. Um, you know, so I feel like we, I feel like we're getting there, but we're not quite there yet. So it ain't really time to rest yet. Um, but we are making hell of our progress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all of the platforms are growing at a at a legitimate pace. Um, family life is good. Daughter's healthy. I mean, I, you know, I can't complain. Tired, but you know it's part of the game when you chasing. Goddamn me, and you ain't got no help out here. Nobody want to lend a helping hand, and we got to build it from the ground up. <sighs> I'm taking names. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I'm taking names. Nah, but bro, what bro saying is real. Like I say, it's part of the game. Everybody want to start a podcast. Everybody want to start a brand. Everybody want to start a platform. People think, you know, oh, man, I, I speak good in these mics. I talk good. I, I I make some good points, and you probably do. But, you know, it takes a you know, different kind of discipline to sustain this shit, man. Thanks. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot of moving parts, and you got to be on top of all of it. Even if you're hiring people to take on third-party roles or whatever to help out, you still got to be on top of what they're doing. So, yeah, just, you know, buckle up. This ain't no, you know, easy, easy trip. I know people, you know, look at our situation and, you know, because we, we get a lot of compliments, man. I see y'all killing shit out there. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, blah, blah, blah. And we appreciate all of it, man. Real rap. Right, big facts. Um, but, yeah, man, it's a lot, a lot of work to go into this shit, bringing y'all the content that y'all know and love weekly. So, uh, that's where we at with it, man. But on that note, the docket today is uh, it's pretty full here. It's pretty full here, we'll guys. Here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Buddies. Um... We're going to start it off, man. It was a clip that was sent to us. Uh, said, if men stopped indulging in women's delusion, then the delusion would stop. We're going to play this clip, man. I want to get y'all take on uh, what they had to say. 
Hold on. I'm going to try to stop tolerating bullet, bullsh- women's bullshit in unison. They will change because they need you just like you need them. Mm. They need that attention. They need that validation. Mm. Let me tell you something about human beings. We desire companionship. We desire attention. We desire desire from the opposite sex. We are hardwired to do that. I said that to say that they need you too. If men today said, you know what, we ain't dating, we ain't getting no more attention, we ain't liking no bitches pictures, we ain't no more dates, fuck y'all. We did that for a week. These bitches will fall over and die on everything I love. <laughs> See, they, you know why they so, I don't need no, I fuck these, fuck these, get that bad girl, yeah, yeah, fuck them, yeah, we don't need y'all. You know why they act like that? Because it's a hundred motherfuckers, they got a hundred DMs with heart eyes and they take it for granted. Because guys give it away so freely Guys let them do what they want to do That's why they act like that If that shit stopped with men today Women will change overnight I promise you Don't let them fool you We don't need no man I don't need nothing The reason they saying that Is because they got a hundred dudes to fuck So they take it for granted If that went away today If that bitch lost her legs She would be on TikTok crying about how guys don't want her And you shouldn't leg shame that's cold. That's cold. But he ain't lying. I can't. I cannot disagree with him. He ain't lying. My boy said you shouldn't leg shame. He said other day be saying they take their legs. That, that is a fact. <laughs> gonna find something to crucify you on. Don't bro, matter what it is, bro. Every time. But to the greater point that he was speaking to, in terms of men having control over enabling this delusion, how much control do y'all feel like we really have? Do y'all feel like, going to what he said, man, if we stop supporting this stuff, then it would stop. Do y'all believe that? Yeah. I truly believe that. If men stop tricking, it'd be a different game, right? You know what I'm saying? If you didn't have so many desperate men, you know what I'm saying? Just, I feel like, like being that subscribed to OnlyFans are all desperate. <laughs> All of them. I can't listen. What what shape or form? You know what I'm saying? Foot fetish. I can't listen. Which, which way you going? That's a desperate dude, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand. Never understood that, bro. And then that same dude. If if a woman get that dude a chance, right? Let's say she fading out the game. She see a dude, one of her her top components, been, been donating to her for twenty years. Right. Mm-hmm. She like, oh, that dude got money. I'm gonna retire with him. Mm-hmm. That dude would literally try to kill you if you leave him. You know what I'm saying? Because he feel like I invested my whole life into you. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, if you get rid of the suckers, man, the whole game will change. But it's too many. It, it ain't enough real people out here, man. It ain't enough real, it ain't enough real men out here, man. It's too many suckers. You know, and like last week, hey, men, we standing too close to the hoes too, goddamn me. That's just real. <laughs> That's, real. <laughs> That's real. That's real shit. You know what I'm saying? We standing too close to them, so... Hey man, as long as the game stay like that, I, I don't never see it changing ever. You know what I'm it's saying? not. The game is the game, man. Like I don't, I don't see it changing anytime soon because mm-hmm. men, like that's been going on for forever. It's just it's evolved in different ways. Like men are gonna pay for that ass, mm. and like they say, as long as she's selling. Niggas gonna be buying. Mm. And it's gonna come in different forms. Everybody got their own fetish or desire, or even if it's just trying to get one off. If it's out there, he gonna find it. Right. Whether it's on the street, it's on the internet. Now it's it's just super accessible now. Like you got a woman, like yo, here, this is my body. I'm advertising it. If you pay X amount of dollars a month, you got access to it. So instead of him just 
normally in the, in, before is fantasizing. You, know, you got to go to a store to get it. You got to be over 18. You got all these rules. And now it's just open your phone up and boom. Mm. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, me, and that's that's one of our kryptonites. That's just what it is. That's real. Because over half the field ain't getting no ass anyway. None. You know what I'm saying? So they, they going to do whatever it takes. That's the OnlyFans crowd. You know what I'm saying? That's the Incels bozos. is what they call it. Yeah, incels. Gotcha. Parasites. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Parasites is crazy. That's crazy. That's their new name, Parasites. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's them. So, as long as the game got Parasites in it, man, look, I don't ever see the exterminators cleaning them out. (laughs) No. Bro, forever. (laughs) How long did it have? Brothels, just all type. No, it ain't going nowhere. Bro, never. It ain't going nowhere. Never. I'm sorry. <laughs> what about Pimp C said a long time ago? Bro. Talking about making money behind the screen, bro. Easiest money you can get is the new American dream. Right? Yeah, say pimping ain't dead. It just moved to the website. That's it. That's it. That's a, that's facts, man. I think um, I think he's right. But you know, the refusal to do so is kind of what befuddles me. Uh, going by all these conversations that we have on YouTube. Right, because if you let a lot of these men speak, they'll say, "Hey, the reason society is in such disarray is because women are doing this, or women are doing that, or women are doing this." But I think what he's speaking to is the fact that we have way more control than we think, and not only do we have that control, but we enable the dysfunction. Absolutely, right? Because just like bro, like we'll sit on here and clown women for having OnlyFans all day long, but they got women out here that's making tens of thousands of dollars monthly with OnlyFans. And I guarantee you, it's not women subscribing. So with that being the case, it's like we don't really have room to complain. As long as you're going to enable the dysfunction, you got to take what come with that. And this is what come with that. You have a lot of women that are out here delusional, thinking that, you know, they are powerful and thinking that they are bosses. But just like he's saying, you know, nothing's promised. You can get in a car wreck tomorrow. And because you dropped out of school because your OnlyFans was popping, now you on your ass at this point with no income, no means of income. So all that boss and all that power shit went right out the window. Like you got to have some kind of foundation with some substance in this thing if you want this shit to go how it's supposed to go. But if you don't and you're just depending on temporary benefit like a lot of these women doing and dressing it up as, oh, now I'm a boss. I own my own business. I own this. I own that. Then it's, it's, it's going to be tough sledding. And not only that, these same women don't care to listen to a man or don't care to follow a man or find a man or whatever. You literally have women saying, man, I don't need no man for nothing. I pay all my own bills. I got my own car. Mm-hmm. I got this. I got that. And for women who have a foundation based on substance, I kind of understand it. I still feel like it's wrong, right? Because eventually even them, when they get older and they corporate job or they this, they that, and they look around and I ain't got no kids and I ain't got no man and this house is lonely as hell, the reality sets in on, on them too, right? But at least they got some solid foundation where they can take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of these women with the OnlyFans shit slowing down. It's getting tough out here mm-hmm. for them. It's trying to go get surgeries to try to keep up with the, you know what I mean? All of that, 45, 50 years old out here trying to trying to chase it. Looking like Queen Ant. Straight up. So, you know, that's, that's, that's where we at. But I say all that to say men have way more control and have way more responsibility in the state of society being this way, then we are willing to admit. 
And that's the part that's befuddling to me. Um, but, you know, in terms of what, what he's saying, and again, he's speaking in an ideal world of Wakanda, right? Mm -hmm. As uh, logic would say, <laughs> salute to logic. Um, but is it is it going to stop? No, no, it's not. Hell no. Men but, been suckers for ass for centuries. Yeah. And that ain't changing no time soon. The men be lonely. Men be lonely, and that's how they get their satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Watching through the screen by <clears> themselves. <throat> Wild part is though, bro. If we gonna we gonna break it down to an even more real level, a lot of these women say I'm talking about escorts and OnlyFans and all that. A lot of these women say some of their biggest clients is married men. That's a fact. So you know, it, I, I say that to say that it ain't it ain't just the incels that's feeding this. Very true. It's the it's the men in relationships. It's the married men, the men that's you know marrying women that ain't as freaky as they may want or. Whatever, so so she can look good on my arm, and then I'm gonna pay this chick behind the scenes to, you know, for that real nasty shit that I that I want because I can't get that from my wife but, or my girl. How is you paying an OnlyFans account and you ain't getting nothing? All you getting is, is you jacking off or something? I don't know what. Yeah, nah, bro. That's these it. these chicks got all kind of situations going on on OnlyFans. Like OnlyFans, a lot of times in this era, because let's just be honest here, a lot of these women are not. Having a lot, a lot of subscribers, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like the it's like the podcast game. Mm -hmm. Everybody got a podcast, but everybody not doing numbers like that. Mm -hmm. But you know, let let people tell it. Oh man, you get your podcast, you can make this, you can do this on YouTube, you can do that. So it's it's hyped up. But mo most people are not doing as well as the hype. Mm -hmm. So because of that, you got chicks that's offering extra shit, mm -hmm. like selling. Hey, no, we true. can we can meet up. For such and such amount Or you know If you want me Face to go with you, you Right For put, five minutes Or yeah It's just like the stripping game Yeah We used to go We used to, You know strip club, strip club work back in the day Ten dollar table dance Whatever You throw your little bread Or whatever But what do they do with, After you done threw a couple A couple dollars at them Hey you wanna go to the back room It's 300 200 150 No I want the wings I Come on with you <laughs> 12 yeah, piece yeah. Let me pepper That type go. of shit <laughs> Yeah So like OnlyFans is, is serving as a As a gateway to that Cause mm -hmm. I think You know Matter of fact I think the game Is slowing down on that As far as men Just subscribing To just see pictures And videos and mm -hmm. shit So because that That game is slowing down Chicks gonna try To hey, get that bag Once they shut down Craigslist Right <laughs> Right And Backpage Boy That was it This yeah. net got hotter Yeah <laughs> Playing like this To the early 90s You gotta find Different avenues <laughs> Boys gotta find Different avenues Shout out to the H man Y'all from the H Y'all know what he talking about Hey they gonna find like, a way Golly Like they shut down Tumblr Yeah Then it all came to Twitter Like uh -huh. Twitter Twitter is Nigga Damn near Pornhub 2.0 now Oh for sure For sure I mean yeah. I, I be damn near scared To open it up At, at the job all Bro, the time. I'm scrolling the timeline. Next thing you know, somebody getting done. It's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Niggas trying to make an infinity scroll. Right. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Yeah, far away from that bitch. Wait and a you ain't second. Gotta, and you ain't got to follow none of that stuff, but because somebody else follow it. Uh -huh. Right. Somebody that you know. Hey, and that's what I hate about my Instagram, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go to your like uh what 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 not not your regular feed, but the like the explore page. The explore page. Mm -hmm. Bro. Dog, it's like everybody naked, naked on there, bro. That's I don't follow what you nobody like. that's naked. Yeah, you bro. do. Right. I don't. You be double tapping. That's no, what it I is. don't. You be going back. There. Hell no, I don't. You infinity I like man. Hell no, I infinity scroll. Infinity <laughs> swipe is crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> nah, I don't follow nothing like that, bro. But nah, damn, I explore page. That's what it hey. is, bro. 
Hey. Like, man, I just be want to ask some of my followers, hey, fam, who you for? Hey, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> slow down bro. So, yeah, but I mean, but but that right there goes to show, even on the ground. You got chicks, guy, oh, you, you part of my close friends. I'm charging $20 mm-hmm. for getting my close friends. Mm-hmm. All type I of shit. I've seen people charging for that. Real rap. And the Goofies was charging for that. The Parasites was charging for that. Yeah, paying. When they paying yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's, it's always going to be a market for it, bro. Because fantasy is, is going to sell. It ain't been selling forever. Even centuries ago. Kings and all type of shit. Niggas that they had, uh, what, the, what, what, what they called them? Uh, not prostitutes back then, but it was it was something else. I can't I can't uh, think of the name of it. But yeah, so it, this this game done been a game forever, man. And I and you know I can't see it changing. But man, gotta stop complaining about it. If you're if you're aiding in it, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but all right, we we're gonna keep this thing pushing, man. Next subject, uh, it's talking about single motherhood. They were saying that single motherhood is not necessarily a new concept. Play this clip, get y'all take on it. We think single motherhood has been around for a long time. It really hasn't. This is a new concept, and they use marketing campaigns to get you to accept it. 1950s, 5%. Not a lot of children born to unwed mothers. We get to 2012, we're almost dang near half. Some communities, 70% of the children born to unwed mothers. Right now, the father absence is a crisis in America. I'm telling you this for a reason, because the guys that want to be fathers, probably half of you, will not even raise your kid from zero to 18. The systems are already in place for you to not be in that home. So what does that lead to? Kids that grow up without a father, four times as much to be raised in poverty, seven times likely to be a teenage pregnancy victim. More likely to experience child abuse, that's normally because single mother has moved in another man. Child obesity, are we seeing this today? Two times as likely to suffer from obesity. 73% of the prison inmates were raised in single parent household, Mm. primarily single mother. We think single motherhood has been around for a long time. It really hasn't. Thoughts. Mm. Single motherhood is a new concept, and not only is it a new concept, it's being kind of pushed on our community to divide us and to weaken us. That's that's uh, Coach Greg Adams, man. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams, legend in the YouTube game. I think that's a fact. <clears throat> but what you was gonna say about it though? No, just I. Now, of course, we would need to double check the statistics, but the man just gave sound, it, bro. I, mean, I feel it. Go on with his word. I feel it. I feel it's right. I mean, it, that sounds. About right. Like, again, like we said all the time, like, back then, a lot of people's grandmothers and grandparents, grandfathers, they was all together. But it was that next generation after that is when things kind of started looking a little different. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, grandma and grandpa probably weren't together, but they was in the house together. You know what I'm saying? So it just wasn't, soon as things fall out, they dipping. Like, now, that baby can still be in her stomach, keep going. Damn. We see that far too often, far too often. They'll be together, look happy. They post on the gram every day, having a good time. Moment she gets pregnant, he disappear. It's like, when the hell did they go wrong? The game is the game, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like I said before, man, people got to be more careful, man. People got to be intentional. People got to really understand that the, the, the outcome on when you're doing certain things, especially with the wrong people. That can mess your whole life up, change the trajectory, set you back, all of that. I but we just out here doing whatever. That's true. I think about it, man. Like everything he's saying, I'm just looking at it as the government has made, you know, what I'm saying that particular side lazy. 
You know what I'm saying? They could be lazy if they want to. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because I know I can go get this Section 8. I know I can get Medicaid, you know what I'm saying, and all these things to where I don't have to pay. I got to pay $25 for rent. What? She can she can throw a little ass. A man going to give her $100 for him. You know what I'm saying? Most you got to pay is a is is a uh, what phone bill. You know what I'm saying? Men, what what men you know doing that? Men don't have that safety net. You know what I'm saying? To raise no kids and you know what I'm saying live off the government like that unless he got a disability. Something got to literally be wrong with this man. Damn. You know what I'm saying? For for them to even remotely give him some type of help. A woman that ain't the case. She could stay on Section Eight without a job until that to to the baby is like I think about six years old, seven years old, some shit like that. So from birth all the way to six, seven years old, she cannot have a job and only pay twenty five dollars in rent. You know what I'm saying? Like that has made the game the world. Nigga, I don't need you. For real, for real. That's that's what it made the game as. But if that safety net, because that's what it is. If that safety net wasn't there, it'd be way better decisions made. Way better. People wouldn't be having these kids at this alarming clip. You know what I'm saying? And it'd definitely be shunned in, in people's households because who's going to slow down their life to have some kids, to raise some kids while you still a child? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Are you still in your, your childish mindset? You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just think it just made it to where... All right, we we going we we can make you lazy and set you back and make it to where you can't get out this shit, but it's gonna come with a sacrifice. You can't work like that because the moment you start working, you start. I think it's uh what thirty hours you gotta pay half your rent. That ain't no money because we gonna just we gonna keep it real. Most people in that position, the qualifications they have is like McDonald's or a Walmart clerk or something. They ain't getting paid no bread, dog. That ain't enough to really take care of no family for real and be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it just made the game fucked up, and I feel them, dog. I feel them, and I feel like it's, it'll never change. It'll, like, like we're going to have to have a generation of people that say, that look down on uh, getting help from the government, knowing what it does to us as a community. You know what I'm saying? Because you getting that help, you know what I'm saying? It takes away from everything else. You know what I'm saying? Put more taxes out here and people got to pay more taxes and shit like that. Goddamn me, the schools that your kid going to, them teachers ain't getting paid like that for real because they know them schools in the trenches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in a sense, them teachers may not care for real. You get what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit that go along with you wanting to be living at the bottom for real because you got to want to do that. You get what I'm saying? I understand they got some cases people fall to their back. And goddamn me and clam up out of there. I know a few women that did it. Salute to y'all. But most of them don't do that. Most of them stay there for the rest of their life. You get what I'm saying? And wonder why their child grew up to be a killer or grew up to sell drugs all day. Or, you know what I'm saying? Your, your daughter uh, scandalous with men and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, all that trickles from your decision that you made to stay in this hood. And that's the only thing you showed them. So I don't think it'll ever change, bro. Yeah, I think um, you know, as long as the the incentive is there, why would it? Mm-hmm. Because you know, just like Pearlie and a lot of them in the uh, Coach Greg Adams, uh, as well as one of them that says, you know, women get incentivized to leave the relationship. So you know, if they get a divorce, there's alimony waiting on them, there's child support waiting on them. They get pregnant, man, leave them as government assistance waiting on them. 
food stamps waiting on them, all kind of programs that set up to ensure that, hey, like my life isn't going to take too drastic of a hit. Mm-hmm. Now, the quality may decrease a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's not going to take a drastic hit. Right. And that's why you have women that are leaving the marriages at the clip that they leaving them. I think 70, 80 percent, something like that, you know, and because it's like they know that they have a, a safety net that they can fall on. But like men, you know, especially if I'm making more money, which the average man makes more money than the average woman. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, especially in speaking of our community, our, our women are more educated or whatever the case may be. But even that statistic is skewed because if you factor in the degrees that they get and the jobs that they get from those degrees and the fact that we still make more money than them anyway speaks to the, you know, disposition, but they'll throw that stat out there. It's like, well, we out here doing this. We out here achieving. We out here elevating, you know. But, again, that's another conversation for for another day. But I mm-hmm. think, um, <clears throat> you know, that's why men are not as willing to walk away from this because we know if, if we leave the marriage or if we leave the relationship, it's going to be penalties involved. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to just get off scot-free and get government assistance and things of that nature. A lot of times, even if the woman is making more money. Then that's a fact. Because even because let's just say that, that that's the case. Like you look at a Kevin Federline, you look at people that, that that went to court and, you know, came up big, got child support. Got, they got ridiculed for that. Mm-hmm. Like you a grown man. Why you need this woman to do this? Why you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like these are the circumstances that men are fighting against. So we don't get incentivized to leave. Even though we getting a check, we getting clowned. We getting looked down on for that. So that's going to deter men from wanting to do it. Plus, you know, our own ego and pride and, you know, I ain't taking no damn alimony from my wife. Like, what are we talking about? I'm a grown man. I can go ahead and get it on my own. So it's it's all those things working against us. So that keeps a man in a relationship and we fighting to make it work compared to them. It's like, well, you know what? It records out of differences. I ain't happy, man. I'm gone. And I need, and I need, I'm on full custody of my kids or uh, joint custody, but primary, uh, keep my kids stand with me. So they get their kids, they get payment for the kids, alimony, government assistance, all of that. All of these programs are working to, you know, ensure that they have a safety net. So as long as that's the case, as long as that safety net is there, it ain't going to change. It's going to be more more women doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You literally have women that are, that are not scared to get pregnant. Well, until recently with the whole, you know, uh, uh, abortion, abortion situation, mm-hmm. you know, um, that was like, you know what? I I don't I don't want to get rid of the baby because I just don't believe in that. Like, damn me not being in a position to take care of it. Mm-hmm. You know, damn me not having no family backing or being broke or the dad not being in their life or me not even having a career of my own. I just I'm gonna have a baby because I just don't believe in getting abortion. So you don't believe in that, but you believe in opening your legs to a man you're not married to and letting him shoot the club up. Mm-hmm. Having this baby and him not being there and all these things, bro. Right. Like, it just ain't one thing. We're not talking about extreme situations. Right, yeah, come That's on. not extreme. That's no, the right. No, 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 I know, because no, no, no. <laughs> still going to throw say. that in there, mm-hmm. no matter yeah. what you say. So Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I say all that to say, you know, he, he he's speaking gospel. But like I said, a lot of these women to bring them kids into the world. And just like y'all said, the daddy gone before the, before the embryo was even complete. He ain't even at the... Uh, at the uh, baby shower, right? Because he, because y'all was That's never crazy. in a serious situation anyway. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it real here. Like you should not be having a kid unless y'all married. That's just facts. Let's call That's it what how, it is. That's how I feel about it, right? But you, you, you open the door to do that, knowing the consequences of that. Not only the consequences for you, but more importantly, the consequences for the kid, which he spoke eloquently too. 
Mm-hmm. It's like if the kids brought up in single single parent homes, their relationships are more likely to fail. They are more likely to be criminals. They are more likely to have trauma, mental trauma, all of these things. But a lot of women just don't care because I want to have the kid. Sexual abuse, all this shit, right. man. So, so all all of these factors, right? Like if I'm, you know, if you making a decision and somebody gave you a sheet, somebody as a man and say, hey, bro, yeah, you when you make the decision, this is this is the likelihood of what's coming. Anybody that's logical is gonna look at that and say, man, hell no, nah, nope. Can't do it. What's on the other? What's on the other tide? What's over there? (laughs) But it, but it speaks to a lot of their mental state to see that sheet with all those facts and all those risks and all those, you know. And again, these are real stats. It's not nothing he's making up. A lot of this stuff I didn't, I didn't research. And it's true. So it's like for them to see that and know that and still want to go through it anyway. It's like how can you, how can you save that? I mean, how can you? Detour that Because like I said They're being incentivized To do so Through government And, and other situations mm-hmm. So it, it ain't gonna Never change Bro the game Is crazy man Crazy They even get more <clears throat> Like what's crazy is They even get more uh, incentive, Incentivizations I think that's a word To go win out here Like they get The women's uh, Little grant For the uh, For the business Oh right they got women. They got a lot of black women uh, grants for college. I'm still long forgetting this too. Yeah, bro. Another. You know what I'm saying? Like you get a lot of incentives to go win, bro. Black men, we don't get that. We don't get as many as y'all. We get a few. You know what I'm saying? We get a few, but we don't get that to go win. On y'all end, y'all get a lot to go win or to lose. Either way, y'all get a lot on that on both sides of them table. If a man gonna lose, black man gonna lose for real, he gonna be homeless. We're just gonna keep that a beam. He gonna be homeless. I'll tell you this, you bring up a, a great point. How many homeless shelters do you know that are strictly for men? I don't know, I don't know not one, bro. Let me rephrase, let me ask another one. How many domestic abuse centers do you know strictly for men? I don't know not one, bro. So again, we get to talk about incentives. Right, so let's just say she leaves the man, he's on dire straits, lose a career, lose a job, all that. Family is nowhere in the picture. She just by herself. Mm-hmm. There's still a safety net mm-hmm. for her to go to and get right. Yeah. But as a man, you lose your job, you lose your house, you lose all of these things. You're gonna be on the street more times than not. Because because in, because in a programs. lot of these shelters, no, they got they got some programs, but you gotta also understand, bro. It ain't just us in these programs. You get what I'm saying? It ain't just black people in these programs. So and and if we're gonna be honest, even a lot of these shelters, it's on a it's on a first come first serve basis, but they prioritize women and children, obviously. Right, mm-hmm. if, even if you look at like even the safety situations, let us get the women and children out. It, it's gonna always be a safe haven for mm-hmm. them. So let, let's just say you know the homeless shelter got one bed left. So it's a man and a woman in line. Who you think they gonna give it to? Woman. So uh, again, that, that's why even if you go to homeless shelters and you look at those dynamics, it may be ten percent men in there and ninety percent women. Yep. That's the reality of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, again, there's incentive all the way around. Like, women can literally make mistakes all their life, all they want to, and it's going to always be a bailout for it. Always. And still come on the back end and win. Right. 
You know why? Because if she pretty enough, she been doing all this bullshit, losing shit, lost her kids in, in the system and all this shit. How, no call, none of that shit. If she is pretty enough, a man will scoop up and change her life. Yeah. That's real shit. That's what I say, bro. We can. We man can, we ain't can getting it. that type of grace, baby. Man, the bro. game ain't structured for a man to do that. Not to lose your whole life. And then some dad, some dazzle just be like, you know what? I think he's handsome. Come on, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Change you, put you, put you in a nice crib. You know what I'm saying? Get you a career going. All that. Change your whole life. That don't happen for men, dog. That don't happen for men. I ain't seen one case up. And you ain't going to see it. I'm at the cake for the women on this one. What? Go for it. Just the cake for them. They okay. May, they may not be living nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they're going to have somewhere to stay. What? Those men. What you mean? Yeah, four or five kids. That woman going to think he handsome. Give him another kid. That is true. But that ain't is. a man that's been homeless. That ain't a man. I'm talking all the way at the dirt bottom. And you know what I'm saying? Like for for let's keep it a bean, dog. Say we go say we were single. Let's say we go, let's say we go to a Walmart or something. You know what I'm saying? We can meet a chick in there, dog, and we, we all make it, we, we can be millionaires. We can be millionaires. Mm-hmm. We see we see some chicks in there that's that's top notch okay. on, on the charts, bro. Um That's working us, there. That's working there. Okay. You know, bro, you know she getting light. Let's say on the high end, 700, 700 every two weeks. Not every week. Not every every two weeks. That's her check. That's fourteen hundred dollars, bro. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do nothing with fourteen hundred dollars. But that's what they doing at Walmart. That's just facts of this shit, mm-hmm. right? We'll go in there and snatch that woman up. You know what I'm saying? Change her whole life, whole life without even thinking twice about this shit. But why is that? You know what I'm saying? Why because we looking at her beauty. We looking at, can you talk a little bit? All this type of shit. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. people, let's just face it. People people at the bottom and mid-range, they be the people you can find with some sustenance, can have a conversation, all these type of things as far as they live in status. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, you can you can get this person to be presentable and all that shit and change her life. And she may be the best thing you ever had. She just didn't have the opportunity. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's reverse that. Mm-hmm. You can see, you can see a, a three pack of women that's millionaires walking to Walmart. Boy, she won't even. Every man in there that worked there got a blank face on. <laughs> <laughs> she don't even see that person as a human being. <laughs> hey, that's real. That's real. You know what I'm saying? That's real though. So it never happens for men, bro. It never happens like that for men, and that's the difference. That's the, we don't have no safety net, bro. You, you speaking at extremes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I tried. I tried. He's he he throwing the life crap out there, but it ain't going long enough, my boy. Look here, man. We gonna keep. Bro, bro. It's, hey, it's, it's treacherous out here for men, dog. And hey, when I, I see men going crazy, man, look, I understand it, bro. Being a man to drive you insane, bro. They even, uh, I seen this little, it was a several YouTube videos, series videos about this woman that had, um, became a dude for a couple years. Y'all seen that? Mm-hmm. It was a woman that became a dude for a couple years just to see, like, oh, the, the type of treatment, you know, that they would get and da 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 And she was, she ended up being depressed. 
And later on, they uh, said she killed herself. Damn. Because of the, the mental stress and the strain and just just everything that comes with being a man. Like, she didn't realize, like, how it was. She was, um like, one, one particular clip, she had walked. She was recording herself and was talking to somebody. And the girl was cold with her, just super cold. Now, mind you, this is a woman talking to a woman. So they don't really know exactly how to approach a woman. So it right. was some question. It was like, okay, yeah, I see why she ignoring you. But when that woman finally told, like, I'm a girl, you know, da da da. Then she softened up. She's like, oh, da. they started having a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. But when she thought she was a dude, oh, she was, the guard was up. Wasn't happening. The guard was up. Wasn't giving her time of day. Yeah. Time of, at all. Bro. And that's what. And it wasn't the, even rude. The, the, it wasn't even rude either. Look, the situation I explained with the Walmart thing and the verse and all that, that's regular women that's getting degrees out here. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's, that's middle class women. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't you ain't up a tier until you like I think it's what uh, two hundred and fifty thousand or something like that. I think so. You talking about chain something like chain that? Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm talking middle class women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Are treating men like that? Like like for if you are underneath them, bro, you you ain't even human, bro. You are a blank face. You a robot walking. That's it. Do what I say, and they not even on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you call them back in the days when he's Boudreaux? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of men out here are parasites. Right there. They turn into parasites because of what's going on. But men, we don't look at it like that. You know, no matter what class of life we coming from, bro. Like a man can be a millionaire, billionaire, bro, and change a woman's life. And she ain't had a job since she's since she been living for real. She just been pretty. It's just real. Yeah. If Tyson Beckford was goddamn a regular dude out here, yeah, he'd have a few hoes. But he wouldn't have <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Top if he was a regular top. dude that was that was a, a Walmart worker, come on, man. Yeah, everybody at Walmart. <laughs> but the other women that coming in there, they're gonna be like, oh, he fine, but he ain't a human to us. You know what I'm saying? That's how they would look at him. He can't even take me out to eat. That's real. That's how they would look at him, bro. So it don't work the same for men, bro. I care less how handsome you are, bro. It'll never work like that for you. Yeah. There's no lottery ticket. Yeah, it's no lottery ticket. For men. You know, women women have a lottery ticket. You can be fine as hell, broke, homeless, no car, no nothing, and meet a man at the grocery store who's a millionaire and turn and change your entire life. You know what I'm saying? Men don't have that opportunity. Meet an accountant or... You know what I'm saying? A board member or yeah. a state senator or something. You know what I'm saying? Change your whole life. Everything right. you ever knew. Mm. You ain't never had a steak in your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you eat steaks can't every day. Can't even spell me, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. You didn't say McNaught. <laughs> That's real. All she knows is flank steak. That's it. That's all she knows. The closest she got to steak. Skirt steak. Closest she got to steak was at Waffle House. Yeah. Yeah. A little T bone up there. Thin ass T bone. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. (laughs) All right, man. We're going to keep this thing moving, man. That's some cheap ass steak. Compatibility. Uh, Compatibility now does not mean 
compatibility 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. We'll play this clip, man, get y'all take on it. If she or he is compatible with you now, in five years, he or she won't be compatible with you because you're going to change and he or she is going to change. So the question is not whether or not that person's compatible because compatibility is temporal. The question is, will you both work towards knowing each other continually, getting to know each other every day and learning that person as they change on a daily basis and to be submitted to the fact that that person will change and yet you will change and together you're changing together. This is what relationship looks like. Marriage is not about finding the perfect spouse. Marriage is about finding the person who will do life with you, who's on the same mission as you. Wanting and desiring what you want to bring glory to Christ and, and and fulfilling that together. It's a togetherness, a mutual submission to something greater than the two of you. If she or he is compatible with you now, in five years, he or she won't be compatible with you because you're going to. It's about to run it back again. But uh, thoughts, man, just because they're compatible with you today don't mean shit. Y'all want to speak to that? That's real, man. Mm hmm. That is real. I've been married 10 years. All right. It's not the same woman I met, what, 12 years ago, 13 years ago? She's not. But we are willing to do life with each other. I'm not the same man she met. Be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what this husbandhood and fatherhood shit would entail. Leadership and all this. I didn't know none of this. I didn't know what that what that looked like and all that. So I know I'm totally different. Totally different from my mindset when I was younger. Principles are still the same. Principles are, I don't think that ever changed from me and my wife. But as far as the person and things and how we view it, it's different. So, yeah, he, he's not lying. Mm. Oh, how important is compatibility today? I think it's extremely important. And I mean, I I definitely get what he's saying but my understanding would be just a little bit different because everything that he's saying is true. However, how I look at it is if if I am compatible with you, we are compatible together with each other. Those changes that he was saying, I feel you would understand that about your partner. You would know that about your partner. Like that's why you're choosing them because, again, like I've always said, I'm accepting however this shit going to go. Like, me and you are together. If you fall off, if you get sick, whatever, I'm in it forever. So the compatibility part is super important because if you're not compatible, it's like even when those one-offs, even if we are disagreeing, we understand each other and we know each other and the ins and outs and all that stuff. So with that, we're going to be able to grow. So... Again, like I said, I, I definitely don't disagree with him. I just look at it a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, man, I used to think similarly um, in terms of, like, compatibility is the most important thing. But fact is, is that, you know, you can say a lot of things on the front end that you're not really prepared for until you go through them. And, you know, a lot of those changes come in, you know, Cause it's it's a lot of changes that's gonna happen, man. Mm-hmm. From you know outside appearance to career to confidence to you know insecurities, family members passing, um, you know just just all type of stuff. Friend losing friendships, 
uh, you know, losing kids, losing children, miscarriages, things of that nature. Like it's it's a lot of things that you can't really plan for mm-hmm. until you go through them. Like you may think somebody's cut a certain way, mm-hmm. and then one of those things I name happen, and they turn into somebody totally different. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how can you plan for that? It it, it ain't no way to. It's a it's a gamble, but I think you know what 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 you're saying is a thousand percent right in terms of. I can make the most educated guess possible, right? And that would come with me vetting that person and kind of you know being with them for a long time. And y'all gonna go through certain things. You can kind of gauge. You can kind of get an educated guess as to how they would mm-hmm. be. But I think you know the longer you in the relationship. I think the less compatibility matters. I think it's more about adaptability. I think is the better okay. word. I feel that. Like yeah. is is that person suited to be able to adapt? And and these are keys that you can kind of read on somebody early on. Um, you know how how resistant are they to change? You know, do they just shut down? Because you look at some people that like any type of change happen, they'll just yeah. shut down immediately. You know what I'm saying? So whether it be f- from a career perspective or whether it be from family losing friendships, things of that nature, even people that's toxic for them. They'll, you know, they'll turn into some somebody else, or they'll go into a dark place or whatever. So I think, you know, a lot of those keys can help you make educated guesses. But I don't, I don't think it's a way that you can kind of gauge to see, you know, how somebody will react. You know, you know what she seemed dope, man. I, you know, but if her mom passed, I think she'll move like this. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how can you, you know, it's people that situations like that to happen to, and they done just shut down completely. Had to go to a psychiatric ward. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, lose lose a child, you know, people that done been riding or whatever, getting a car wreck and their child pass. Like how do you how do you gauge that? How do you brace for that? You know, so um I think all all you can do, man, is is just find somebody that you feel like has the ability to adapt, go through as many situations as you can with them, good and bad, to kind of gauge their reactions to them and kind of see. Um, and just pray for the best Because this, this shit is a gamble mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it's no way around it That's it You can read all of the books you want on relationships You can read all the articles You can listen to all these experts You can listen to people that have been married 40, 50 years But fact is Those people's journeys are not yours mm-hmm. They not You can take certain things from it And apply it to your situation But you know Nothing is going to be foretelling As to what's to, what's to come Because you, you just don't know you know, and even like like I said, car wreck early, your your wife lose her legs. Or your husband, you know, get hurt on the job or something and break his back or something. Now you're paraplegic. Like you you don't know how you know, life life is just so goddamn like crazy, man. It you know, it has me thinking thinking a lot lately and being real like introspective and just trying to like enjoy the the day as much as I can. Cause you you don't know what the hell is coming. That's a fact. So that's why I've always said, like it's a, we really take advantage, but it's a really a blessing when you get home every night. That's a fact. At the end of the day, shit is crazy. Even outside of violence, <clears throat> just in general, just day to day shit, it's just mm-hmm. random. Hey man, I so feel that's why you, you got to stand your toes and stay prayed <clears throat> up. That happened in my old neighborhood. Some people had just built the house, bro. I'm talking, they man, they probably was in it three weeks. Three weeks, swear to God. They was trying to beat the train by my crib and didn't mm, mm, mm. split the car in half, killed the girlfriend and the newborn baby. Mm. I'm talking baby was maybe, maybe a week old. Damn. Old girl went to jail. Yep. The other girl went to jail that was in the car. She was a driver? Yep. 
intoxicated? No, they were just trying to beat the train because that train around there is long. Right. When it do come, it's real long. They were trying to beat that bitch and couldn't. Mm-hmm. Then bam, split that car in half. Or like a, I think it was like a expedition or a suburban or something. God damn. Mm-hmm. Shit, that was stage, So man. people take that for granted, for real. Mm-hmm. Got my home every day, like, you didn't kill. And I, I think they was, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, like, you know, that mm-hmm. type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't kill your girlfriend, her baby, and you going to jail. And y'all just bought a house. That's three lives lost. Three lives lost. Just like that. Everything was good two days ago. Or everything was good that morning. Yep. And yep. now, you know... Your life was totally different. You know, I remember being at Embers, man. Like, if you're in the oil and gas industry, you know, like, it's a lot of layoffs, things that happen just randomly. Mm. Life would be great. You know, you would get these jobs or whatever because oil and gas does pay well compared to, you know, most other industries or whatever. But people get them jobs and then they elevate their lifestyle to those jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, thinking, oh, man, I'm I'm, I'm signed on with the company. I'm good. Because, like, most of the jobs is like uh, temps, you know, whatever, like contract. So, you know, if you're on contract, then, yeah, you're going to kind of brace a little bit for it. It's like, ah, oh, you know, all right, yeah. I mean, the money good, but, you know, this contract for a year. I ain't going to go crazy. I ain't going out there buying a new house, no car, nothing like that. We're going to try to stack. We're going to try to do our thing. But a lot of people be signed to the company, and they feel like so I'm, I'm, I'm bulletproof. Until, you know, the boss call that meeting and say, hey, man, uh, you know, we're going we gonna to send our accountant uh, department. We're going to get those responsibilities to our plant that's in Canada. Mm. Or a plant that's in California, and you know they already got people there to work it. So, you know we're gonna give everybody severance packages, whatever the case may be. And the next thing you know, your life is just yep. upside down, upside down. And I and and bro, <clears throat> I, I remember one day uh, that yeah that that was that was when like I got my my like grown up moment to know like hey man life is life is real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you get out of college, you wide eyed. It's like, man, I'm going to get this job, make all this money. I'm good, man. Oh, I can get all that. You know what I'm saying? But then you get into that job and you get to seeing how real life works, right? You be thinking, you know, these layoffs come. They don't give people an adamant amount of time, three, four months, five months to prepare mm-hmm. yourself. Hey, we're we going to eliminate the position in March, you know, but right now it's what, November right now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got about a couple months, get your situation together, whatever, but it's, it's going to come down the pike like that. Nigga, we Thanksgiving. Bro, I, I, I remember being at, being at Embers, bro. And I, and I ain't gonna lie, I'd never forget this day because it was my, my it was one of my homeboys named John, white dude. He was like 26, just had a baby. Baby was eight months old, as a matter of fact. And they had just moved into their house. And because of me, because me and him was like going through, you know, we was talking about our relationships and shit all the time. That's how that's how we bonded or whatever. And um, yeah, I I, I came into work late that day, and then uh, as I'm as I'm coming in, they had a they had a spur of the moment meeting. Going on So like I go into the I walk toward the meeting But when I get there Everybody walking out I say oh damn I, I missed the meeting And then you know I'm, I'm speaking to people And they ain't really Speaking with the same energy You know I like You run to the same mm-hmm. people Every day What up bro Oh you good bro da, da, da. Oh hey man How's it going hey, da, da, da. Yes. I'm, I'm coming in and speak. Hey man what's up How y'all Everybody was like And just kind of Kept their head down And kept walking I'm like What the hell going on This meeting So I don't think Nothing of it I just I, I go to my desk Right Next thing I know I'm seeing John I'm seeing like eight other people just packing their desks up and walking out of there with boxes. Mm, and I, mm, I, mm. I look at John, I'm like, he's like, then walks toward the elevator. They end up eliminating that 14 day. people that day. They told him that morning. 
And now mind you, like I say, week before, man, this man just talking about, yeah, my eight-month-old keeping me up at night, man. We trying to, you know, get her out of the bed, get her in her own crib. So you go from that one week to no job at all. And his wife don't work. And that's why I hate company people. Like when you go to an interview, they be like, hey, you just switched jobs like seven times. Bro, these jobs don't care about you. Right. If it's day money on the line or your livelihood, hey, boy, I'm sorry for your livelihood, but hey. We got we got coins to protect. Exactly, we got you a business to run. So I hate when I see that on the other side of the table because they'll do that like like in your field. People can get laid off every three four years. Right, you get what I'm saying? Any given moment. Any given moment, or not even three four years. Somebody can mess up on the taxes and or steal some money or something. You know what I'm saying? They got to recover the next year and they got to eliminate ten positions. So hey, I'm sorry your position came up for that. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm leaving, I got to give you courtesy. Gotta yeah, I got to give you weeks. two weeks and all this type of stuff. Like, you and then when I go or... interview for another job, they like, oh, man, we seen you had uh, four jobs in the last five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker, I've been laid off. Yeah. I'm, I'm, trying to get a, I'm trying to get some more money for my family. Damn. So I hate when I see stuff like that, bro. Damn, bro. They, they do it so shaky mm-hmm. because, because let's just keep it real here. Um, as, I, as I elevate in the company, like, these people have word that these changes are coming months in advance, mm-hmm. right? But they don't tell you that because if they tell you that, then they you know go. everybody going to start yep. dipping and going to find other jobs yep. and it's going to be empty in this office within two weeks, mm-hmm. right? And I and I still want to get as much work out of y'all as I possibly can. We got closes <clears> coming up. We got these reports due. Mm-hmm. We got to pay these companies. And I don't need all my employees running out on me. So what they'll do is they'll try to wait until the last minute Right, except for a few certain, you know, employees that they may be cool with, and brown nose, whatever they got personal relationships with, they'll tell them outside of it. But they don't make the announcement until like the last possible minute that they can do it. And and that's why I say that day at Enbridge, I I like grew up that day. Cause back then I would do anything for the company. I'm showing up on time every day. I'm doing extra work. I'm staying late. I'm doing I'm trying to prove myself. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like y'all let my boy go. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. so he, he found out the morning of And like I said His wife not working So he done just bought this house He got this money coming in He got a baby And now he gotta go figure it out Yep It's just like Yeah nah bro So Bro that happens in the refinery all day <clears throat> All day One day you'll be working As a contractor Oh yeah man We on, we on three year project Bro you get to setting up Eight months Gone mm. We're going, to, we're going to let you go. You know what I'm saying? Do you greasy? Do you greasy, dog? I had like, that, nah, that, that uh, meeting before. Niggas called me at all because, because I, you know, when I was over there, that was my second time being over there. The first time I was over there, they laid me off or whatever, and it was one of them because I, I was I was in college mm-hmm. working there. Uh, you know, I ain't gonna get into the details of the hours, <laughs> but what you call it, but. I was over there working, you know what I'm saying, in school and shit. And that was like, yeah, bro, you got to shoe in. Soon as you graduate, man, you in this motherfucker. And then I remember like four months before graduation, they called me in that office and said, look, man, we appreciate the work you've been doing. We appreciate what you've been doing these past three years, man. And you've been a model employee and Mm -hmm. da 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 But, you know, corporate came down, said that we're going to be eliminating your position. Um, But... To salute to them They gave me the time mm-hmm. They say look man It's, it's yeah, coming yeah, boy, In, in three months yeah, yeah. You remember I told you mm-hmm. It's coming in It's coming in three months So Prepare 
but this this is what's coming. And you done been a model employee, has nothing to do with your work ethic, no none of that. So I, I say that I say that to say you could be doing everything you supposed to do and still get cut. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Hey. So that's why, bro, when I see people that just be, oh, I'm company person. I'm I'm coming, 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 coming. And then COVID happened. And you lose everything. You lose everything. Now what? I'm a witness. Because during that whole time before COVID, you was cutting people. You know what I'm saying? And laughing in their face. Mm. And then COVID happened. The company say, oh, big fella, you ain't. Mm. You ain't excused from this. Mm. We need to get our bread. We need to save our bread. We don't know how long it's going to be. Hey, nigga. And then, bam, they nigga. cut you, right? And then when they start hiring back again, you cost too much. Because mm-hmm. we was paying you 80. That's a fact. <laughs> we going to pay this other guy 56. To do all your duties and, and a few son. more. <laughs> and he's younger. He's five years younger than you. And the one that stayed on get a raise. Hey, right. hey you right. know what I'm saying? That's the way it goes, bro. That's the way it goes, bro. So, bro. Like, that happened with us during the pandemic. I remember we had to cut, we trimmed hours. We was only open during certain times because we was being extra cautious. And I'm like, nigga, it's only a matter of time, dog. Felt it I just knew it. Mm. I just knew it. Then no. they made the. I think they made the first decision in New York when there was like restaurants and gym and da da da. Right after the mass email went out, everybody, bro, turn it in. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> all laptops hey. to the association office, bro, bro, get facility keys, all that. We need it all. You need everything. You should have said no. <laughs> I no. lost it all. I, I lost it all. Somebody <laughs> stole me. Somebody stole everything out my car. Yeah. But for Man. real though, companies that do that, bro, and and just feel like, oh, that's cool. Like, hey, that's we protecting ours. You know what I'm saying? And people supposed to forgive them. It's business on their end, mm-hmm. but when you know what I'm saying? You as the, the, the employee doing it like that, you keeping it business, mm-hmm. they try to look down on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They try to make it personal. Yeah, they Look, try to man, make it personal. Much, I, done, I trained you myself and all I done gave you opportunities and elevated you and all that. <laughs> it's, it's real personal then. Yeah, for when real. You get ready to leave. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah. like, nah, bro. Like, I, I, I really believe, and that's a stat out there. If you stay at a job too long, you lose thirty percent of what yeah. you should have been making. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That's a fact. You get what I'm saying? So people should be switching jobs. It ain't got to be the career or the job title, but you should be switching companies. You know what I'm saying? Every five years, some shit That's like that. That's a fact. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because fact is, most people um going to get their promotions and the most elevated pay by switching companies. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. So even if that company does retain you, they may give you a 5% pay bump mm-hmm. or a 7% pay bump. But if I leave this company and go here, that... Whatever pay bump y'all's gonna give me, that's my floor. Yep. So especially if I'm still working, that company knows that I'm a you know valued employee or whatever. So it's gonna mean more, and they know they gotta pay more mm-hmm. to poach me. Mm-hmm. So you know a lot of people don't don't you know use that as leverage the way that they should, just based on just ignorance and comfortability. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just be, hey man, I'm, I'm I'm comfortable here. I know the the terrain. I've been working with these people forever. How long you know they, they they give me all kind of leniency in which I can you know come to work and take days off or whatever the case may be. So because of that, I'm gonna stay here and accept less than. Yeah, that's a fact. Most people do that, bro. I just the, the game fucked up, man. 
Yeah. The game fucked up. And I hate that you get these people that be in the getting position with the companies and just act like they own the company. <laughs> like, bro, COVID has showed you you don't own the company. They let your ass go to. Yeah, you've been here 30 years. Ah, we're gonna force retire you, big dog. Because when we when we do get back up and running, we ain't bringing you back. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. you caught too much. It, it made me think about <laughs> it. think about Office uh, Depot when I was at Office Depot. I mean, when I uh, first got there, uh-huh. uh, you know, because it's like it goes against rules. To you talk, know, about, talk about salaries, mm-hmm. right? That, so. And that's really not though, right? That's really right. not. It's, that's it's not set up that law. way because the company benefits by yeah. y'all not discussing salaries, mm-hmm. right? Because you can come in there and say, "Hell no," nah, because you paying him <laughs> this, and I do more than he do. I need more money, yeah. you know bro. And so that's why they try to keep people from doing it. But I mean, when I when I first got the office depot, I, I didn't care because I. I knew I wasn't going to be there long. So they was like, well, how much you making? It was miserable. I say, man, nine. I'm, I'm making nine. They say, you ain't never worked in retail? Nah, that's my first retail game. I'm like, <laughs> just like, bro, I've I, I been here five years. I'm making 745. <laughs> I said, I said, what? <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, man. Did B got the pink slip? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, and, nobody and, making nine now. Hey, that nigga went to the office after a few months. Hey, man, I want my raise. I know he getting nine fifty. I've been here five years. I need ten dollars. Yeah, Who know. making nine fifty? Bro, Mr. Calcutta. Hey, you want to you want to step in my office just real quick? Just real we got to let you go. <laughs> Just nah, to but show the other employee, boy, hey, we'll fire you, bro. Man, I left, I left on my own volition. Really. <laughs> I came in because, like I say, as soon as I got there, I said, "Nah, this ain't gonna last." Because you know, you got to stand on your feet nine hours a day. <laughs> okay, you like two two fifteen minute breaks, <laughs> or th- or two three fifteen minute breaks or something, and they be clocking you. They- <laughs> <laughs> They got earpieces. They got earpieces. So like when you stay in the break room too long, hey Anthony, you out of the break room? Yeah, we need you on the tech floor. (laughs) You up there trying to chill, trying to kick it, bro? I said I'm out. I I stayed there three months. I was gone. (laughs) I was gone. I did. But uh, but yeah, we didn't got detour, man. <laughs> Compatibility, man, don't mean shit today because you don't know what's coming tomorrow. In summary, uh. But yeah, we're gonna keep this thing pushing. Uh it's another oh, clip, man. They talking about dating hood dudes mm. and how that's a it's sign of us. and how that's a sign of immaturity mm. to date these hood N words with the ER. <laughs> I've been bad ten years. I don't know if I'm immature. You immature too. <laughs> <laughs> dating hood dudes is definitely a huge sign of immaturity in women. And before y'all come at me in my comments, I want to say hit dogs holla. And I've been there before, so I'm not judging. I'm really speaking from experience. When I was way younger, like by the time I was 21, I was done with them. But when I was way younger, those are the type of guys that I used to be into. It's a huge sign of immaturity for the simple fact that you have no future with these type of men. Besides the cheating and the lies and all of that can't have kids with them because kids need structure and stability they can't get that if their daddy is in and out of jail if the money is funny you never know who's coming for the hood dude that you're with you never know what type of street trouble he's in so if they're after him they could be after you too it's just unsafe and it's unstable and i wish that all my girls would be released from the shackles of hood dude 
release from the shackles. Hey. So we're gonna address this. Smooth, we're coming to you first. He said, if you date a hood dude, you're hey. immature as a woman. You wanna speak to that? Mm, really quick, I just want to clarify. Is she saying that's active? Correct. Okay. So maybe that mm, active, yeah, I would say. I would say, yeah, I would lean more towards that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that most of the time you a hood dude, you active if you a active hood dude, most of the time you ain't you ain't got no career going, you ain't got you ain't got too much going, but the street life for real. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So all that's quick money, you want your girl to do certain things, you want your girl to ride with you to make certain plays, you know what I'm saying? Like you always trying to be out on the scene to catch other women. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's just how this game works. So yeah, if he active, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? If you if you from them trenches and, and you were tired, you 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 stepping out here, you got you a job and you trying to progress your life, then I that her statement holds no validity. You know what I'm saying? Because he he's retiring from that. Like the streets are always be in him or the hood are always be in him because there's a difference between hood and street dudes. Which mostly I don't know that. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? But that'll always be in him. But as far as like how he moves, he's trying to move his family away from that. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to make sure his kids don't don't feel none of that. The kids gonna know that he that, but as far as them growing up in it, it they won't see it. So yeah, like if he's retired, then her statement is false. But if he's if he's knee deep in it, hell yeah, she right. That's a form of immaturity. Just real quick though, smooth. Speak to the difference between the street dude and hood dude for the people that that don't know. Uh, man, hood dude, he always in the hood, man. He just, he just, he just around hood dude. He, he ain't really making no plays like that. You know what I'm saying? He just getting money on the pass by. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Street cat, we talking, we talking, really out here. You know what I'm saying? Really out here, up for whatever. Whatever. Then, and, and I mean whatever. However it go. You know what I'm saying? So that that's the that's the main differences in street dudes and. Hood dude, the hood dude, you just see him in they hood. You know what I'm saying? They not really, they not really like hands on with too much stuff, but they, they, they in them trenches. But street cat, they outside twenty four seven. You know what I'm saying? Making plays. You know what I'm saying? It's, m- most of the time, the street cat gonna have more money than the than the hood dude. If we gonna keep it a bean. When he out, yeah. When he, you know, yeah. Mm. When he out, you know what I'm saying? So yeah And then on top of that The street dude Gonna go to jail More than the hood dude It's facts mm-hmm. That's just That's just the way The game play You know what I'm saying that High risk High reward mm-hmm. High risk <laughs> Yo, Your ass boy <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying So yeah that, That's just how That's just the difference Isn't it Okay Well said Oh man She said Dating these street dudes Is a sign of immaturity What's your thoughts on that Man listen a lot of these always goes back to a song that I think about. And this one, I think about Destiny's Child. Can you pay my bills? Mm-mm. If your status ain't hood. Mm-hmm. I ain't checking for you. <laughs> That's facts. I ain't checking for you. be looking at me. I need a soldier. That's facts, bro. Because mm. I don't care what she say. <laughs> I don't care what she say. If something going now, you don't want to do that's with you that that don't have that violence in them. You get what I'm saying? I care less how smart the motherfucker is because they got smart people that come from the hood. You know what I'm saying? But if he's just a smart motherfucker and he ain't got no type of violence in his bones, you're not going to be with him, bro. (laughs) 
That sounds crazy, <laughs> but it's real. Women want to feel protected. Real. They want that physical presence as well. They want to feel physically protected as well, and I can't blame them for that. However, just because he from the hood don't mean he can protect you. That is real. You can be from the hood and get your ass stomped out. That's real. That's real. That is real. They got no type of hands. That's a fact. That's real. But he looked the part. Right. That's real. Like the niggas that be at the the court fully dressed up basketball court sleeves. Get out there. See, but you know why I respect them? Least they willing. At least they willing. Mm. I feel it. That's true. Because you could be a hood dude not and not and and not be able to fight, Mm -hmm. but you will fight. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You will try to protect what's yours and at a fault you know you you know you can't. But you still gonna try the effort is there. That's true. And she's still still gonna leave you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, hey, I don't know. Hey, and the wild part is, I used to think that, man. I don't know. I used to think that, but I done seen it. A couple get their ass whooped, and they woman stay right there, yeah, patch okay. wounds up, okay. get them together, you know, whatever. You'll now. get them next time, baby. It's right. the effort. Hope, and then on top of that, look, that's how it should be. But right. you also got to realize. When, when you got your solid. That's man. real. <laughs> But you, right. you took the heat right. off of her Because mm-hmm. right. most likely When a man getting a scruff Over a woman and stuff Once the scruff is over No matter what the other If the other dude was Was the Was the one you was trying to get off your woman mm-hmm. He ain't messing with that woman no more Even if he did beat your ass mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying So In a sense You did your job mm-hmm. Even though you sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> And he was bombing on you Pearl Harbor <laughs> <laughs> Man. Hey, in a sense, you still did your job. Your jaw, your jaw did the job. <laughs> <laughs> your jaw did the job. Served as a barrier <laughs> between you and your woman. <laughs> and she needs to thank you for that. You got your ass whooped. Hey. But she needs to thank you for riding for this union that y'all that's got. Real, Damn, that's, that's real, folks. That's crazy. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what, what? What Justice said? She want a. Uh, she want a neuroscientist Bro. that's that's poetic with a soft side, but he just shot three niggas. You got you know a uh, doctorate degree in, in neuro, neurology. <laughs> a ghost in Tony Stark. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> Bro, can't have it all, baby. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with her. I ain't gonna hold you. I think um, you know, women have that that fascination with that with that street dude, and I think it goes back to what y'all was saying. It's about the protection aspect. Like when you younger. Even men have a fascination with the street dude. Let's call that what it is in terms of the respect that we give out in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it could be two dudes. One is a street dude in and out of jail or whatever, but he's solid. He he getting that fast money, driving that Benz or whatever. And it could be another dude in the neighborhood that's driving the same Benz, Mm -hmm. but go to work every day, take care of his family, PTA meetings, uh, you know, chili to trials, football practice with his kids, all of that. The street dude is gonna get more respect because it's just more allure to it. It's more, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's an aura around him. You know, he'll crash out, he'll go crazy if it if it comes to it. You know, to where that, that <clears throat> other dude may be a bit more diplomatic. He gonna sit down and talk it out, you know, like grown people do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that street dude is gonna get the most allure from men and women if we're gonna keep it real. So I think, you know, I feel like that's more of a black thing. Yeah. Um, because you know, we just we just glamorize violence. It's like Smooth said, violence is currency. What where, where we from? Mm-hmm. To whereas in other cultures, it's how smart you are. It's how many businesses you can start. It's how many people that you can put on. You know what I'm saying? But in our neighborhood, whoever is the most violent or we think is the most violent, 
they the ones gonna get the most respect. Now, being smart is you know cool in some circles or whatever, but you literally have dudes that are clown you for being smart. Yep, mm-hmm. all the time. You got all A's on your progress report. Look at this old smart ass yeah, nigga right ass. here. You know what I mean? But this Urkel ass, right? You know what I'm saying? But if you but if you go out there and shoot three niggas and come back to school. You getting pats on the back Oh man bro You a real one You this da, da, da. Dude's trying to be cool with you Dude's trying to hang with you You cannot even shoot them You can just shoot at them Shoot at them Yeah Go to jail How about that You know what that I'm saying too. So you know that That is a big issue In our in our community And then it kind of caters to Like the, the midget mindset mm-hmm. That a lot of us have You know It's not until we leave that environment That we realize Wait a minute Intelligence and stability Is to be respected because that, let's just keep it real. Even as much money as we've seen that street dude making, if you factor in all that time he spent in jail, making license plates for two dollars an hour mm. and shit like that, the man <clears throat> that the man that worked that job for forty years every day, making that fifty thousand or that sixty thousand, he actually makes more money than the street dude in the long run. Mm-hmm. And he's That's a real. better father to his kids, and he's a better husband to his wife, and a better, you know, sister to his. I mean, and brother to his she family. got less stress on her. The woman got <clears throat> less stress on her. That's a fact. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like people, people glamorize, you know, street dudes, or whatever. And just like she said, a lot of it is a young thing because when you get older, and you leave that, and you elevate, and you find out how life really works, you begin to damn near look down on that. It's like hell. I don't even want to be around mm. that type of shit. I got too much to lose. Mm-hmm. I got a wife. I got a kid. I got a house. I got. I got. I got. You know, insurance, mortgages, and shit like that. Trust funds. I. I got. To, I don't even want to be around. If if a nigga get to yelling too loud next to me in the club, all right, man, it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? It's a fact. It's time to get up out of here. To whereas when you're young, you're like, oh shit, uh oh, phone's coming out, uh oh, he gonna. So you know, again, it, it just it just comes with maturity. So I think that caters to what she's saying. Even women, a lot of women got to go through those trials and tribulations with those street dudes, and you know, get pregnant by them, and then have them go do that ten years, and you raising that kid by yourself, or you know, you 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 riding with them, y'all leaving the club, niggas pull up on the whip and shoot up the car while you in it, mm-hmm. and you escape with your life and different things like that. So it's like with these or. Them not being able to get to him, kidnap your ass to get the money that he owed him or the money that they trying to take from him. Now your ass in the back of a trunk somewhere. So it's not until you go through those things that you realize, wait a minute, this lifestyle is not as alluring (laughs) as I thought it was. I thought I was gangster. You know what I mean? Or until y'all get pulled over and he put that pistol in your purse. (laughs) And now you got to go do... (laughs) He put some soft in your purse, girl. Hold that eight for you. He searched your shit. Now you in court looking at three to five. Put put that eight ball between your breasts. I was trying to find this video that was very similar to what we just talked about now. It was two dudes Mm -hmm. that was talking about how the women like the thugs. They are educated, handsome men or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that today on the uh, timeline. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, find that in a, in a minute. But uh, but yeah. So I think you know that's what the allure is. But I mean, while, while I search for it, I do want to ask y'all: At what age do y'all feel like that mindset changes? And I want y'all to speak to your mindset first, and then like the the women. Like, at, at what age do y'all feel like they they get over that? And what circumstances do y'all feel like gets them to that point to where it's like, okay, that shit is not as alluring to me anymore? Shit. <clears throat> I don't know, man. The 33? Way it's looking, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. 33. Yeah. <laughs> How old I am? The, the, 40. The, 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 Fought it, yeah, yeah. You see older women right now still yeah. on that, yeah, busting over that, glamorizing yep. that. Yep. I don't know. I think and a date a younger dude to have it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, That's you real. you right. You right. So yeah, I just seen uh Mariah Carey in pictures with Lil Durk uh, the other day. Fucking uh, what, was it Cher? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cher dealing with uh, the DGG or whatever the the little, the little rapper name is. Hey, man. What is, that was his name. Uh, I, um, I, I don't. I don't know what his but name. Yeah, is. but he ended up leaving somebody for her. Right. Right. A younger chick for a her. Old yeah, wise man. man told me before. Mm-hmm. Your age don't make you grown. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. Your mind. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So, and like they say, age ain't nothing but a number. That is right. Mm-hmm. They word. is right. Because she can be forty. It's still chasing them hood dudes. Mm-hmm. Still chasing the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Trying to look like she's 20. You know what I'm saying? Trying to compete with these 20 year olds and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Lost a pippin. Another one. You, you want to still feel sexy. All you want to still feel wanted. All that. Like, yeah. you, you, like, I see in this era, bro, like, we, we see in the. The 30s and the 40-year-old women, bro, like, want to compete with them younger girls going to get under that knife for the wrong reasons, bro. You don't even have a husband. You know what I'm saying? You you barely even take care of your kids. And you chasing some, you chasing some, some, some young men or some men that's still active in the streets for what? For what? You do know in the next 20 years, your life is done. And when you're grown, 20 years fly by, baby. 20 years fly by, bro. And these women out here wanting to compete. Nah, that shit is tragic, bro. Tragic. And then, them same women, she been and had a kid when she was young in her prime. You know what I'm saying? Now, now the kid older. Mm-hmm. She ain't getting no child support and all that type of stuff, right? She'll be chasing that young man again that's in them streets and all that type of stuff. Just to have another baby. Baby, mm. you done with that phase. Mm. At least we thought. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How you how you got down 40 having a newborn and your other child 22? How the fuck that work? But we starting to see that. We're starting to see that in this generation, dog. So yeah, it ain't it ain't the age, bro. It's the mindset. So yeah. Oh, this is right. 40. I'm going 40. <laughs> <laughs> I had to play the sad bro. trombone. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm, going I'm going far at it, bro. All right, man. I found the, the video, man. We were speaking about thuggish. Yeah. Uh, you know, men getting a lot of praise and getting a lot of attention from women. Mm-hmm. And there uh, was two gentlemen that hit the timeline today. Uh, and they were speaking on, you know, how they oftentimes got or get. <laughs> Looked over for that type of man And that caused them to go date other races So I'm just gonna play this clip man And then get y'all response to what they had to say 
thug maxing in regards to a black man and his dating life like what does that mean Lil Durk King Von y'all know mm-hmm. uh, but nah dating life I would say the closer you fit to whatever the celebrity the, the current rappers like I said Lil Durk uh, what's the other dude Quando Rondo all those dudes mm-hmm. the closer you fit to what that, that stereotype you like some yeah. girls will be they, they'll just be down especially black chicks I was about to they say they like that shit bro I, I think that mostly attracts black chicks They, I don't know yeah. what it is bro but they like that mm-hmm. they, they don't like when a dude has it together like, I, I don't clean like, cut look yeah, yeah bro and I don't want to say that because it sounds like I'm yeah. trying to bash I'm not bashing black women but it just is what it is yeah. that's been my experience I attract I the most Latinas and white girls mm-hmm. that's what I attract yeah same same I think because I have that professional clean cut R&B type of look that's why I also mostly attract Hispanic and white women and you guys be in the comments like do you not like black women I'm like black women don't like <laughs> me <laughs> like black Listen, women don't man, in this world you take you, you get with you go where you really want it yeah wherever you want it that's where you go I attract I don't chase yeah, dude, so I comments. attract you yeah. know what's into me now I know we didn't play this old fucked up ass bullshit. Hey, man. These are two African American men who do not get much attention. Okay, so what? They're kind. What will we call like a black person that's white inside? They call them an Oreo. Whitewash. That's what they is right there. They used to call them them an Oreo. Okay, so that's an Oreo. Both of them. Both of them. Why? Because they're educated and well spoken? No. No, he said I attract white and Latino women, right? So that means he goes out in white and Latino spaces. That's just a fact. Not necessarily. I personally. <laughs> what don't if he go- goes to the black spots and nobody try to talk to him? No, bro. So you mean this is what you're saying? When he was saying that, this is what you're saying right now. Tell me what I hear. Every woman in there. Is looking for a hood dude. That's what he is saying. No woman in there. The woman you want. Everything that you want ain't healthy for you, baby. You know what I'm saying? The woman you want don't want you. These black women. So now you go to the. That was a joke. That was a joke. Now you go and hang out in. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't knocking those spaces. I done been in those spaces. I function well in those spaces. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going in those spaces looking for no no woman, bro. You know what I'm saying? If if, I, if my desire is to be with a black woman, mm-hmm. I'm going to hang out in spaces where they got black women. You know what I'm saying? Maybe where they go, the women that they like can't afford to be there. Man, look. So that tell me he trying to use his woman. He trying to, he trying to control his woman. That tell me he trying to control his woman then. How? You know what I'm saying? Why that, you say that? That tell me he trying to control. You just said they can't afford to be in there. So you want a woman that you can buy? No. I don't want a woman like I can buy. Like Kitty said, I like nice things. Of course. <laughs> I like to have a good time. If that happened to be the crowd where I'm at. So do you, you tell think, him- You think Kenny going to just all black establishments all the time? Yeah. No. But when he, go, when he go to eat places. Right. Eat places is mutual ground. When you go into nice eating places, that is mutual ground. You're going to see all races there. But what's going to be the majority? White people, of course. Of course, we in America, though. You mean like fancy restaurants or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's definitely white. But most of the time, most of the time, when you when you also, when we just say with the white women mm-hmm. and all that, when you see the white women, mm-hmm. they either be with their man, family, or with a pack of friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mostly with their man and family. Yeah, mostly mm-hmm. with their man and family. That's mm-hmm. a fact. So that's X'd out. To the, that's X'd out. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a single woman in them spaces, the ratio is going to be the same as far as all the way around the table. 
You get what I'm saying? That's when your game come involved, baby. You can be as educated as you want as a man. I care less what race you is. You, no, you ain't got fact. no game. That's a fact. You ain't getting Nathan. You know what I'm saying? Of course you're going to be like, oh, no, nah, I can't date no black woman. Because you got to have game to get black women. I care less what status or level you want in life. And what level of status she on in life. You got to have some game. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Your money just ain't gonna work If you want her to be forever Your money just ain't gonna work Yeah you can rent a woman mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying But looking at them In the way they talk You know what I'm saying And what they were saying Yeah you You going to a black club And you want the baddest one in there You know what I'm saying You don't qualify for that Your game ain't there Yeah I care less how you look Care less where your status at I can, I can, I can hear it in your voice Your game ain't there Come to my school Come to Sleeves University I can make you I can get your shit together <laughs> You get what I'm saying? And then on top of that, when you go into the with this same stuff, you like, oh man, she don't wanna you you stereotype them. You know what I'm saying? Because when you in them, we all go to these these settings, bro. They dealing with all sorts of men in them. They dealing with all sorts of men in them. You know what I'm saying? Is it wrong to stereotype? It is. It is. And most people that stereotype, they be the people that don't have no game. That's just real. If I know I can't catch him, I'm going to be like, oh, she wouldn't like me anyway. She like this over here anyway. I'm going to downplay myself to talk me out of talking to this woman because I'm thinking, oh, she wouldn't even talk to me anyway because so, I ain't got no game. So you say it's wrong to stereotype, right? Yes. So if I'm in Houston uh-huh. and I'm driving down Bissonette. That's different, bro. Oh, come on, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. They knocking on the windows, bro. How am I stereotyping, bro? How am I stereotyping, I, I my dog? I didn't she dressed a certain way. Uh huh. Is that stereotyping? If I'm thinking that she's selling it, bissonette, <laughs> bro. Like, hey, <laughs> everybody that's from Houston, you know, I've been living in Houston for a while. You know when you walking down Bissonette What time it is Get off that street fam If you don't want to be Stereotyped like that That's just real Street walkers You know what I'm saying Because they ain't walking Like that on no other streets No other streets They walking like that For real Only in You know what I'm saying Like come on bro So yeah it is wrong bro And them dudes there You can tell bro Like Bro they want to date Outside their race Okay so hold on Let me Let me I'm, I'm not saying What you saying is wrong but I want you to speak to the part where they said that, you know, those women tend to prefer mm. a more thuggish guy compared to a guy that's more clean Man, cut. If you had to speak generally. Most black women, bro, especially when they're young, want a, a dude rough around the edges. Bro. There we go. Let's talk about you it. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't got to be hood. You ain't got to be all that, bro. You ain't, Trust me, you ain't got to be all that. As long as you got that edge on you, bro, you can be the smartest motherfucker in there. You got to have something else than that, bro. Because being the smartest motherfucker in there don't catch women, bro. It don't catch women. Should it? Mm. But you can be smart and you can be a terrible man. You get what I'm saying? So you got to have something more than being smart. And, and, and hood dudes and people from the hood that do graduate and, you know what I'm saying, start getting jobs and all these type of things like progressing their careers and all that, they understand that too. I want this type of woman. I got to go get this type of money. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I can't live at the bottom. I got to make sure I got this here. I got to change the way I, I, I do things. I got to pick my pants up. I got to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I got to wear my clothes a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, hood dudes make the adjustment when they go and progress. Why the other side? That because you could tell they grew up with 
silver spoon, like, you know what I'm saying? They ain't grow up in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because most people that I know that's from the hood, you got a little bit of game. You got a little, bro, you just seen it a lot. You know what I'm saying? You, you still in some game. You know what I'm saying? So, them dudes, mm-hmm. you tell how the way they look, and I'm stereotyping, so what? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a man. I'm not going to stereotype the other side. Yeah, I'm a stereotype man. You know what I'm saying? Because, because, hey, I'm a great reader. I'm a great reader of people. You know what I'm saying? So, looking at them guys and hearing the way they talk, bro, like, like for real, like, the reason they have problem with women because they ain't got black women. They don't have no game. Right, and they don't have no edge on them. You can see they feathery soft. You can you, bro. A woman can look at you, bro. Before you speak a word, feathery soft. Feathery soft, like, and they fly. You know what I'm saying? Or any any trouble come around, let's get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? These men are dignified men. Man, hey, they have they have substance. I understand that, but all of that do not, you got to be a man, bro, and to keep a woman, not have a woman, not get a woman and rent a woman, to keep a woman, you got to have everything. You got to have some money. You got to have some charisma. You got to have, you know what I'm saying? You got to know how to sway yourself in any room you go, any setting you go into. Goddamn, you got to know how to shoot dice and goddamn pick up that wine glass with that pinky on it. Like, you got to know all this, bro. But wait, wait, wait. But is that for all women or is that for black women? That, that man, that's for black women. Don't know black and, women. And, and, bro. and do you feel like that's an issue? That's not no issue. That's not no because I would say I would also say this. You know what I'm saying? To be well rounded, I think is a great thing. Like I don't want to be on one side of the plane and be heavy on that side. Only know that side because I'm naive over here mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have kids. You get what I'm saying? It's it's something I can't give you. And I won't never know nothing about. Nah, we ain't doing that. I'm trying to be well rounded. And for black people, you have to be. Let's just face it, dog. We gotta be real rounded. We gotta be able to function in every crowd that we're gonna be in. Because you don't know. Your kid may be an athlete. Your kid may be a goddamn doctor. He's going to be de- or she is going to be dealing with all walks of life. And if you only know the ladder, you only gonna know how to talk in, with the ladder. You ain't gonna know how to function with the hood or, or, or with people that's that that didn't come from your background. So your work is gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy for you. But do you need to function with people that's? You don't need to function, but you need to understand what it is, and you know what I'm saying. Like carry yourself the right way. You, man, come on. But come see, on. look, but none, and again, I, I, I understand what you you're saying. Come on. I do too. But I'm just trying to give you pushback. This is what I'm saying, though. This is what I'm saying from a from a from an ideal perspective. Yeah. Because again, I, I don't I don't think we disagree. We all, all. we all understand how this shit I goes. Right. But I but, but I feel like what they saying has some validity to it and this is why. Mm-hmm. If you look at other cultures, mm-hmm. like you don't necessarily have to be familiar with hood politics and know mm-hmm. how things mm-hmm. go. If you are an upstanding guy, go to work, you know, you don't even have to be that fly dresser yeah. a lot of times. And, and a lot of these dudes get women just based off the fact that he's a solid guy yep. and he's elevated, uh, he's the smart. The here, right? Right. Five, so, five, so, five right, one, so look, 50. Listen, listen. So what's and the dominant cultures here? White. White and what else? Hispanic? No. No, Asian. Yeah. When we Dude, are, what? With that being said, we all know that is. We, the dominant cultures here that get to the bread and be oh, up there, okay. you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's white and Chinese people, you know, and Japanese, whatever. You Asian. know what I'm saying? Like, no disrespect. Asian. You're Asian. Asian. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever walked into a hood that was all Asians? No. Have you ever walked into a hood that was all whites? Wait, 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 wait. 
I take that back about the, the, rules the, are the, the uh, Asian situation. Because, yeah, I, I walked into where it was to it. They got but, but in terms of in terms of white folks, you you, you got to you got the white. Back. And I haven't seen no 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 Chinese hood, bro. No, the, oh, no Asian like hood. Yeah, Chinatown. You know, Chinatown uh-huh. is different. That's their community. Yeah, they that's got they, the whole, they, but that's they a got community. Triads and all types. That's, that's, that's a serious out there. That's a community. Yeah. That's not a. That's not a hood. We talking apartment complex in in the middle of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like living at the bottom. But a lot it's of them like come. That. A lot of them come from countries. Right. To what what the hoods that we talking about would mm-hmm. be luxury living compared to where they come. That from. That is okay. true. But that's, when they yeah. come here, they change everything. We ain't done that. We true. did that. True, true. But 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 which which point are you getting? I'm I'm, I'm so curious as th- to see what, what I'm saying going. is. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> with the other side, with them two cultures, mm. they don't grow up like us. That's why the, the, they look at power in the sense of how smart are you, how business minded, all these type of things. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have all these other things holding them back. They don't have to worry about a motherfucker breaking in their crib because mm-hmm. they starving. You get what I'm saying? Like they don't have to worry about none of them type of shits. So all the distractions are out the way. So yeah, women on their side look at, oh yeah, he got he built this business. Yeah, that's a great man. That's a great family. All these type black people, we trying to make it out. You know what I'm saying? And the black people that do make it to this, you know what I'm saying? That's how we start thinking. But we not the majority. You know what I'm saying? No matter where we take it, we can be the first billionaire to be richer than everybody. No matter where we take it, we not the majority. They are. And the thing is, you right. But also, I think these guys, you could look at them and tell they're not from no type of hood, nowhere. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. But that type, that same type of thinking is in middle class and it's in elite as well. Even the black women that are in those classes still want a man that has some edge. We had a, a, a panel a couple Wednesdays, mm-hmm. a couple months you back, and we was talking about that. You know why? Because more than likely, they daddy, more than likely, odds, mm-hmm. more than likely, they daddy's from that. Okay, cool. But it, Again, we know chicks that got pastors for daddy. Yep. And I still want my man to have a little bit of well, edge, yeah, a little know, bit of hood in his tomb. We know a lot of them pastors be lying. They be from the trenches. Well, that, oh, of course. Of course. But, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but, but I mean, and, and, and again, like I said, I'm, I'm not saying nothing you're saying is wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the context as for why it's important. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, there's no denouncing that. Yeah. Right? Because as a man in our society... It takes edge for you to navigate and be somebody of importance. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Unless you just got a lot of money. Yeah, that's different. You know what I'm saying? But and most of us don't have that. So mm-hmm. a lot of that currency comes from either our ability to be hood or our ability to pull women and mm-hmm. have swag. Mm-hmm. So it's either it's either one of those two things. But you know, I think that that's that's part of the problem. Is because as long as women are desiring that type of thing, they are damn near steering men. To those type of paths You literally have dudes That come from great homes mm-hmm. That will go Into the trenches And and try to Stamp they self And try to solidify themselves And try to Like align themselves Like we got rappers And singers And all type of shit That was You know Childhood stars Or whatever And waited till they got grown Now they banging Rolling 60s Crip Or mm-hmm. Treetop Paru All type of shit It's just like What? Like, But but why, why do they do that? Because that Like I said In our culture That's what really Violence and hood shit like is currency. Yeah. It stamps you. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. And that's why you have a lot of dudes who are in jail right now who not cut like that. But because they tried to go stamp themselves because this woman valued that type of thing and I want this woman. So you got niggas out here trying to hit licks and pull plays and you don't, you ain't from that. You don't have no kind of hey, knowledge of I, that. I, I, you done got caught. Now you're doing 15 years. I wouldn't say it's a problem. 
I would. Let me take all that back that I said. It, it, it ain't no problem. You know why? This country is built on violence. The most <laughs> violent people wear suits. We just going to keep it a bean. When we want to go to war with somebody, the hood don't have no control over that. People in suits have control over that. You know what I'm saying? Like when they wanted to bomb black people in, in Atlanta and all, wherever they did that at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Philly. Flood that, yeah, Philly and flooded in Atlanta. It, it wasn't no hood people or no, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no uh, trailer park people, white people doing none of that. It was people in suits. And those people are dangerous. The most dangerous people on here. All they see is black people with guns. But the most dangerous people on this planet wear suits and they got real money. So I would would take that back. You're right. So on that note, (laughs) we need to step our criminal ethic Mm. up. We do. To the levels that it's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm. And because yeah. we 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 petty criminals. Yeah, we, yeah, pay, we, we petty criminals. We need to get on the scale that they are. The wrong, we, need, yeah. we need to be more we need to be more like grand larceny, like, <laughs> like <laughs> ten million. Go right. do ten years, still come home and be rich like the rest of them. Right. Or build a build a hundred million dollar company, steal all the money, <laughs> and fly somewhere. Like we need to do what they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That, that's how you break them down. That's Not true. killing one or two people. That ain't gonna do nothing. No, that's for real. But Get your life in prison now. I'm gonna take your whole life from you. You, your wife, your kid, all that. I'm gonna destroy all that. You ain't gonna have no wife no more. She gonna be living in the bottom. You gonna be homeless, and I'm gonna bend and store everything you ever built. And then I'm gonna go to jail for five years. Tell them all I got is five million. I take the penalty. Come on, on probation and be good. That's how we need to go to war. They've been doing it for years. Hell, they doing it right now. On to the us. books, but until until we get to that level, my advice for the young dudes out here is disregard that bullshit, man. Do not go out there taking penitentiary chances to impress no woman or none of that. I think Smooth touched on it eloquently when he's talking about confidence. I think that's what gets you that more so than anything else. The fact is that a lot of these hood dudes and thug dudes that 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 you these dudes are speaking about in this video, they have confidence, but it stems from the odds they beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And that's why they're able To walk around With their chest out And whatever and I ain't talking about The dudes that's just out here Just overly doing extra Right You know what right. I'm saying Because you got some of them But I'm talking about Like reform hood dudes Might have might have lived that life In the past or whatever Now they own to something else But you you notice They move with a certain calm They mm-hmm. move with a certain You know whatever It's it, it's still respectful They not trying to show off The fact that I'm You know I did this Or I did that But it's just They move with a certain swagger It's a certain confidence And I think that's more so What women are attracted to Than anything So you need to develop that and the way that you develop that is that you have to master something. You, you're going to have to beat some type of adversity. And these guys here, they look like they come from privilege, right? So you already don't have no adversity to beat. You don't have no swagger, none of that. You know what I'm saying? And, and now you wonder why women are not interested. Women want confident men. Like I said, in the hood, either violence is currency or swagger. Your ability to pull women, players, different things like that. And you got to look the part. Currency. They don't even look the part. Like, we all going to see this video, bro. Like they don't look they, they look, look like they going to a bass. They don't they don't they look, look like, like they going to a black establishment. They going to just Miami. going in there to get some drinks and smoke some hookah a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They look like they going to Miami <laughs> to a boy that 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 rally got us in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's some money in there though. Right. But it rally got us in there. You know what I'm saying? And that's where they catch women at. And that's good for them. Mm-hmm. But if you want a black woman, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I was gonna say that too. Is that even what they want? Did they say they prefer black women? Or I think they said that they, they tried just said they to. Att- 
They, 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 gonna, they said I'm gonna go where I'm valued at Which, yep. which means I, I tried the black woman They don't I want can't, me I can't So hate I gotta go, go where I'm valued I'm not hating on that yeah, I'm I not I'm not But don't I, would, I hate people that bash, that bash that type of stuff bro When you not even Leveraging yourself in that way mm. You get what I'm saying Like if I want something Even if I wanted the other side of woman Like I know I have to leverage myself <laughs> in that way I gotta look a certain way I gotta dress a certain way mm-hmm. To get that type of woman you get what I'm saying? I may not have I may not have to have as much gaming as I gotta have as with this black woman, but I still gotta look the part. And that's how they look. They look the part for the other side. You know what I'm saying? Which isn't a problem. That ain't a problem. That that's ain't. what I'm saying. So it, it shouldn't but be. But why is you bashing the other side for that? Because you making it a problem. He ain't bashed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he, not- he put the disclaimer out. He said, I don't wanna bash, but I'm just yeah. saying that this is this is my reality when I'm trying to get at yeah. these women. But see, my my issue is is the Categorizing of all women Like black women Are not a monolith mm. Right mm. There are a lot of Different types of black women That's right? real there You have the hood chicks That the, the Whatever Then you got the You know the, the privileged women You have the nerdy women You have the Like it's it's a lot of You got the educated women It's a lot of different Black mm. women Right So for you to say That all black women Want this type of thing That's where my issue comes That in. tells me The selection of women That you want Don't want you Right but we all can agree that black women do want a man with some edge. Depends on a black woman. Yeah. But I would say most. Most. Yes. Most. Yes. Most. Yes. yes. Most. Yeah. Want a man with some edge. Yes. And that don't matter. To, that, that, that don't matter to, as far as the black man. That That's any man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I want a man with some edge. That's just how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look here, man. Prayers to all parties involved, man. We're going to keep this thing moving and jump into quick hits brought to us by Beatbox. Beatbox. <laughs> Back. Yes, sir. <laughs> Salute to the plug, man. We back at it again. Um, all right, man. First and foremost, this is the issue that uh I wanted us to speak on it. It was uh trending online. Mm-hmm. It was a very very emotional conversation between uh little little Scrappy and his moms. Uh, if y'all are not familiar, just a little bit of context. Lil Scrappy's a rapper from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's on a uh, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. His mom's is on there, Mama D. Uh, if you know, you know her history. She is a you know hood chick, man. She she was pimping back in the day, doing a little bit of you know a lot of gangsta activities, things of that nature. Hmm. You know, Scrappy Daddy wasn't really in his life, so that was his influence coming up. And uh, you know, in this clip, Scrappy speaks on how that. Is affecting his current relationship because Mama D is beefing with his, you know, now wife or fiance or whatever Bambi on the show, and Scrappy, you know, breaks down and, you know, basically tells his mama the effect that his upbringing had on him and how he views women. So I'm gonna get this. And I'm gonna get y'all take on it. Man, at some point today. Uh. Bear with me. I grew up in a whorehouse. I grew yep. up in a trap house. Yep. So all I knew was that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I love you because you held it down and like you did what you had to do. But imagine you 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 never a had child to, point of view. You, you never had to sleep it. with your mama 24/7 because you couldn't go in your room. Okay. You never had to walk in on my and dope. Yeah. You never had to walk in on my just just you know what I'm saying? The way I was raised, I had to deal with that because. Everything that happened, I had to deal with that. And I'm still dealing with it because ain't nobody come take me to give me no help. Ain't nobody got yeah. me no help. Okay. I got I learned about that when I got older. Okay. 
So, do you no, real good? Like this, what okay. I, this in my head, in my head, my whole life, in my head, okay. the I go through. Mm. I don't. I can't even go to her. She hard. I can't go to you. You hard. So I'm on the concrete. My my granddaddy ain't that hard. Wow. But guess what? And I ain't taking nothing from you because you put me there. You put money in, in in my. You you gave me to help my rap career and all that. Ain't nobody do that but you. So I love my mama. It's okay though. And I love my wife. Yeah. But I love you. You feel me? Your son, but this is my baby. I just can't change his diaper. Heavy scene, man. Heavy scene, but you know, basically speaking to you know the, the way he was raised, man, is you know, it's affecting him greatly. Clearly, affecting his relationships. And I kind of want y'all to you know speak on the fact that like a lot of times, black mothers are just bulletproof. Don't matter how what they did when you was growing up. Don't matter what circumstances they raised you under. It's just like, hey man, she tried her best. Just got to set that, take that. Hey, it is what it is. But you know, a lot of times that shit be having an effect on you that you don't even realize until you get a bit older and you try to embark on relationships and you know you wondering why you why you dealing with your friendships the way you are. Why you're not as close with family as you may want to be. And then you get to think about the upbringing and was like, damn, like that had a major. Major effect on me So I kind of want to just get y'all's take on The clip and just you know The the parental relationship in the black community A lot of times just in general Not toxic it is a lot of times Go ahead though You just my mic real quick Hit me up baby Man I think it's man I think it's as far as my generation I would say My generation they was just doing what they had to do To survive you know what I'm saying? And as a kid, I didn't... Well, let me let me readjust it. As a kid, I didn't understand that part. You get what I'm saying? I understood what was going on around me. I just didn't understand, like, like why it was going on around me. Because, you know, you're a kid. You're seeing it through a kid lens. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, you get what I'm saying? And, and I started making grown decisions. I also understood that was really grown decisions and... You're only privy to what you, you know what I'm saying, what's in front of you. You get what I'm saying? So if, you, if you're from a small town and you never leave that small town, like, you'll never know there's a Gucci store. You get what I'm saying? Like, you'll never know it's, it's mansions. You know what I'm saying? You'll never know it's, you know what I'm saying, like, it's a lot of things, like, you would never see in that small town. You get what I'm saying? And it's, it's a lot of things you will, you you would never see that you could be in a small town. You would never know it's you can be a crane operator, you could be a, a, a accountant, or you know, what I'm saying a, a a judge or something, or something just something like that. Welding, all type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I believe like during them times, bro, like a lot of women was alone. You know, what I'm saying like that was the deadbeat. You know, what I'm saying. Capital that I, I would call it the deadbeat capital years. You know what I'm saying? Like that like eighties and nineties, eighties and nineties babies, we felt it the most, like as far as like the deadbeat capital, like all that shit. You know what I'm saying? We had the drugs out here, all that shit. So the women was just they was just thrown out here to do what they could. And they was living in a time where women was marginalized. They no matter how smart the woman was and educated the woman was, she wouldn't get paid. 
you know what I'm saying, the same as her counterparts and all these type of things. And then most of them wasn't even educated. They was they was working uh CNA jobs, you know what I'm saying, at at at, at the uh, at the nursing homes and all that type of stuff or driving the bus and all that, just trying to make a way for their kid. And doing that, all that type of stuff, bro, like your kid not getting the nurturing it it needs. I'm gonna say it because it could be a girl up or you know what I'm saying? So they got to pick up things on the streets or, you know what I'm saying, like they friends and all that, bro. That was a treacherous time for, for black kids coming up. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we got these traumas, these traumas that we growing up with right now. You know what I'm saying? Because we had the kids like, oh, especially with the girls. You know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, I ain't, I ain't never be my mom. I was like, never slave for me and all that. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, when you living in misery, bro, like you accept anything from your partner, anything. So a lot of these women had men living off of them. You know what I'm saying? Like just bums for real. We're going to keep it a bean. You get what I'm saying? And the women grew up seeing this like hell nah and accepting this. You know what I'm saying? So now we got these breeds of women that got careers and all that and they look down on, you know what I'm saying, on men and all these type of things that talk crazy. I don't blame them. Shit, that, that's what they grew up in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you right. You, a, kid on, a kid can't control nothing, bro. Nothing The way they dress Like I like I remember like Talking about kids and shit Even though I wanted to fly And all that type of mm-hmm. shit You know what I'm saying You know uh, Capping and shit mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Like But not understanding That's mama and daddy bunny mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying That's doing that So You know Like we got We, we got young Young kids watching this You know what I'm saying Like like High school kids I, I hope I hope not no 13 year olds Watching this But some high school kids If y'all watching this bro Please believe bro Like all that shit is mom and daddy money. Even when you're young, like, I, I see it now, like, kids that be 18, 19, 20, still living with moms and mom and dad, and they getting help and all that shit. All that shit is mom and dad. When it's time for you to do it on your own, bro, it's a, it's a, it, that's when your traumas kick in. That's when all that shit kick in on you because that shit's scary, bro. And most of the time, the kid that's been getting picked on for real and got some hustle about themselves. They rise from that. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't been to the bottom and heard it all. They didn't seen it all. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, too, the kid that didn't had it all and all this type of shit here, they fall over to the wayside. That's just real because they've been coddled. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I see with the generation of women. But he ain't lying, bro. Like, the women had it hard, but the kids had it hard, and a lot of women don't understand that, especially little boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, and how you feel like, you know, a lot of, you know, it's a lot of our experiences, man, just have having traumatic upbringings. A lot of times daddy not in the home. A lot of times mama have to work three, four jobs, even if it's not in the streets or doing whatever, you know, she's she's barely there, you know, and that's not by choice, but that's by, you know, the circumstance. And a lot mm-hmm. of times that has effect on, you know, young men when we leave the crib and, you know, all of that. So, like, how, what do you feel like is the... Well, not what do you feel like, but how? what type of effect either have you seen or do you feel like that has on kids Man. growing up in that sort of circumstance? It kind of, it really depends on the type of environment. Because every, every environment, regardless, is going to shape you. So I can speak from, like, my experience, what... It taught me as a, as a, young, as a young cat was responsibility... Cause losing my pops early, mom had to work, and she was trying to go back to school. So 
when she got to study or something like that, like I'm the one preparing the meals, getting my brothers they baths, making sure that you know what I'm saying. So I kind of took on some of their responsibilities. Some of it was asked, and then while some of it was just mm-hmm. shit, I just feel like that's just what I had to do to mm-hmm. kind of ease up some of that stress. Like I know you working long hours. She sometimes working double shifts, so it's like, you know, sometimes it was hard. Like I would sometimes I would have to miss functions for school or like seven on seven. Oh, that hurt me. I couldn't play no seven on seven because during that time, you know how she was working. It was like she was working like sixteens, picking up shifts here, picking up shifts there because we needed the money. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, nobody to watch my brothers really. So I gotta stay at home or. We only had one car at the time, so shit. If she at work, I can't. I can't really move around. I can't leave them by myself. So it, it taught me a lot of responsibility at an early age, and it also kind of made me rebellious mm. as I got older too. And me and my brothers talk about this all the time because, for the most part, probably like after I turned like twenty one, I ain't gonna say I distanced myself, but I was like a lot more selfish. Because when I was younger, it was always my brothers, my brothers, my brothers, my brothers, my brothers. And, like, that's, like, pretty much all I knew. I chose school. I chose a close school because I didn't want to be too far. Like, a lot of stuff is because I just didn't want to let go. You know what I'm saying? So part of it was me, too. Cause, but it was the responsibility that was put on me at an early age. And as I got, you know, older, you know, there was something I just dissed myself from or just got tired of. Because I'm like, see, I've been wearing this badge since I was 10 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? So after a while, I, was like, I just want to let my head down. Like, hey, nigga, it's four, it's four other y'all. <laughs> y'all niggas need to step up. You know what I'm saying? Somebody start doing do something. Some, <laughs> some shit around. You know what I'm saying? It was just yeah. things like that. Like, I understand I'm the firstborn. I'm the leader. I'm, I'm expected to do all these things. But it's like, hey, y'all got to do y'all thing too. Man, because we would have, like, especially, like, the last several years, like, me and my brothers would just have conversations. And I would be just like, dog, I just... I can't tell you where I was at mentally. All I knew was I was trying to go out, have fun, because I really didn't get to be a kid when I was younger. So now I got freedom. I got freedom. I got a little money. I got a car. I'm handsome. Let's let's go have a good time. I don't know about all that, but go ahead. Again, like I said. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky Romance. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was a lot of mixed feelings. Feelings with me, man. A lot of stuff I had to grow. It's a lot of stuff I had to learn. And it definitely took time. But if, if you don't reflect, you're going to be stuck in the matrix. You, I mean, you just never going to know. You're just going to keep being in that cycle over and over and over, wondering how to get out until you take a step back. So, but yeah, it's, man, it's, it's pivotal. And we, you really got to understand what you're doing when you're in it and seek help. If you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you need to, you know. I don't feel I need, but I, I think one day I just might, just to kind of see what I can unpack. I think there are stuff like I've just like dug deep and just buried cement, like John Wick. Like it's it's down there. I right. feel like I got a couple things just down there. And I'm just like, yeah, it's what it is. Cause it's been down there for so long, and it's like something like I don't want to say I can't talk about or wouldn't talk about. It, it just ain't came up. Right. So I just you know let it be. Plus, it may do more damage if it come up now than it mm-hmm. did initially a lot of times. Right. Because you're going to understand it from a more a deeper perspective. Mm-hmm. And bro, that's what I know about old people, too. Like, when you bring up something that you couldn't talk about when you was a child, bro, that hurt them bad, bro. Yeah. 
Definitely. That hurt them bad, bro. And that try they try to like, oh, I was young and all this type of stuff there. Like, bro, like they not understanding, especially like when you're a parent, you're looking at your child coming to you as a grown person, like really giving you that talk. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not understanding, like they the ones lived what they telling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when like when you when you grown and you settled, like you're in a trance. That's just real. Like days are flying by. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But your kids not. Your kids are living in the moment because mm-hmm. they depend on you. You know what I'm saying? For everything. They depend on you. So they feel everything. They know when they, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I gotta go hustle. Like kids know all this shit. Like, damn, we doing bad. You know what I'm saying? But for her, she like, shit, I'm just making a way. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Same with the dads. You know, so so let me not put that on with just one side. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. Like like that's a hard, real hard conversation and a real conversation that I feel like for real they not even ready for. Because nah. the best thing they're gonna say is I did the best I could. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is super dismissive. I mm-hmm. think that that's part of the issue that a lot of kids have, even with Scrappy, as he's going into a lot of these issues that he dealt with, she trying to kind of Quiet him It's like wait a minute This ain't the place This ain't the time It's that type of thing But mm-hmm. it's It's never the place Or the time mm-hmm. In terms of you Telling them Hey You messed up Raising me mm-hmm. That's hard to take You know what I'm saying Especially because It's like Smooth said In their head I'm doing everything I could do I worked these jobs I was out there Pimping and trying To get some money mm-hmm. So I could take care of you Because your daddy Wasn't there And this and that And the third Or whatever You know, However they rationalize it In their head and a lot of times they can't even tell that that type of situation is toxic because that's how they grew up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of parents and their kids, if we're going to be honest with in the black community, don't even have real bonds. It's trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. A lot of women have kids and will hang on to them kids for their life because, like, you're how I get my validity. Yes. Ain't nothing else in my life yes. done went right except y'all. I'm uh, doing the best I can do for y'all, and y'all doing good, and that is where I get my validity from. I've seen that, yep. And they can't let go. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a situation where that'll that'll cripple you because now you feeling pressure, especially as, as men, as young men, you feeling pressure to be your mama's man and mm-hmm. her son. Mm-hmm. So now when I when I leave the house Now nah, I can't even bond with other women The way that I want to Because I don't want to make my mama mad Or I don't want to You know make, make my mama feel like I'm just neglecting her to go be mm-hmm. With this new situation When in reality that type of Like responsibility should have never been placed On your shoulders to begin with mm-hmm. But that's the circumstances that A lot of us grow up in You know what I'm saying So So it's like And, and when you're young like I said You don't you don't really get it. But when you get older and you get to thinking like, damn, the reason I can't connect with my woman as close as I want to is because, you know, my, my mom didn't have a, like I never seen a positive example of what a healthy relationship well, looked like. My dad wasn't around. Or I ain't had no positive role model to just teach me and show me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they was there and they hid everything from mm-hmm. me. So I don't even know, you know, what was going on. I, I don't even know how to navigate a relationship because they just put a mask up. We never had real conversations about, you know, relationships and dating and all that. Mm. It's like, nah, you don't need to date nobody until you're 45. Mm. Or you don't need to do this. And nah, don't don't come, don't get no girl pregnant. Don't Like, it was it's so many hard, like, barriers in terms of communication. Where you don't even feel like you can talk to them about nothing like that. I'm going to just go get my information from my peers who don't know shit and just d- within the environment. 
a bunch of other people who done made mistakes and not living right. So now in turn, I'm learning not to live right mm -hmm. because I couldn't have a conversation with you. And because you wasn't going to take no accountability for how terrible of an example that you set for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and that's why a lot of this shit is so hard to unpack. This man, 40 years old, and he breaking down crying like a kid. This is tell you how much he been holding on to and he been meaning to have this conversation. And a lot of times we're going to keep it real. Black mothers don't give you the space to have that conversation. They'll shut that shit down immediately if you try to have it in private. Because if you, you watch this clip, like they was in like a little banquet or a little mm -hmm. event or something, which is what kind of what she was trying to tell them. Hey, just chill. Don't do that here. Da, 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 da. But in his head, he thinking this is the only opportunity I got. I didn't mm -hmm. try to have this conversation with you a million times and you would get mad. You would hang the phone up. You would storm off. You would leave or whatever. And whenever I try to, you know, ask you, mm -hmm. hey, mama, why? Why did you raise me like this? Or how, how you raised me was wrong. It was. That's a fact, man. But now that I got this crowd, you kind of got to listen. Because mm. if you storm off, you're going to look crazy. And it's going to look like, you know, everything I'm saying is valid. So now she has to stand there and take it. And she was, you can see, she was just super uncomfortable in that. But that's the story for a lot of black parents and they and they children, bro. The relationship is toxic as hell. Like you be, it'll be. I know girls that's they mama is more they homegirl than they parent. Yeah, that's real. Yep. Or you know, men who's who daddy like I said. The, your daddy supposed to be setting an example. Your daddy supposed to be teaching you what, what to do. They got niggas out here guiding their sons down the same toxic path they had. Absolutely. P&B rock situation. The nigga went to go pick up his 17-year-old kid to come commit a murder. That's real. Mm -hmm. That's common, bro, in our society. And That's it's not real. spoken on enough. That's real. So all, we got, all we got the dads that just, in my opinion, just didn't care. Right. Just didn't care, bro. And then when you got older, they was like, oh, let me let me deal with you now. You out your kid phase. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Or was was there every day, but wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That too. Yep. Going to work every day. And again, with the mindset smooth talking about, I'm trying to make a way for my family. I'm trying to bring this check home, put this food on the table, whatever. And that's cool. You working 16, that's 15, honorable. 16 hours a day. Yeah. That's honorable. But... There's damage on the back end of that. Mm -hmm. Like women say, they be married but single. Correct. Mm -hmm. That's what they be talking about. Correct. Because mm -hmm. your career takes priority over everything. Yeah. It's, it's some dudes who work their ass off, never made one football game, never made one PTA meeting, mm -hmm. never made one dance recital, my one cheerleading practice. My mom's. It's just real. So, so and, and again, when you get older, it's like Smooth said, I can rationalize it because I understand. You feel like that's that's what you had to do. Mm -hmm. But that don't mean that that didn't have a negative effect on me. Right. I'm I'm at these practices with my friends and they daddy, they talking to their daddies Bro. or they talking to their mamas and I'm in that bitch just dolo. Mm -hmm. Bro, damn. Bro, it's plenty of functions I didn't been to, bro. Especially when I was a young motherfucker. I was the only kid out there, no parent. Mm -hmm. For real. So that made me cold. That just made me like, nah, I don't want to be here for real. Cause you seen everybody exactly. else getting love. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit crazy, fool. And then when I became a man, I just was looking at it totally different. Like I'd have never did that to my child, especially when I became a father, boy. Yeah. Thinking at my son, boy, I never do that. I get all this shit up to make sure I'm there. You get what I'm saying? Because now with us feeling as far as our generation, mm -hmm. like we also understand time is more important than money. It's a fact. Money is important. It is. It's very important. That's how you live. 
But a kid do not see money. They see time. They see effort. You know what I'm saying? They see them family things. They see them, you know what I'm saying? Like like you supporting them. You get what I'm saying? So when I became a man, I understood that. Like I seen that. And it also made me look at my pop different. You get what I'm saying? Like in a sense, I was like, I could never be you. I know I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? So it it changed my relationship with him. You get what I'm saying? When I started looking at it like that, like me and my pop, we ain't talked in a while. Still now, like, y'all know what I'm going to do this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's the first time we really spoke in a while. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, shit crazy, man. Everything he was saying, I just felt that shit. Because that's what I want to say. But I know where I'm going, this ain't the time for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also thinking, like, when will it be the time for that? Mm, never. That's the problem. We can be by ourselves in a room. Hey, man, this ain't a good time right now. It was crazy. He go to Galveston a lot. I'm up the road. Right up the street. And when he come out here, he'd rather get a hotel. I don't even use upstairs. Mm-hmm. My house so big, I don't use upstairs. And I done told him that a thousand times. They let you know the comfortability, too. You get what I'm saying? Nigga I, nigga, I had a one-bedroom apartment. My mom was coming. I'm on the couch. That's you know fact. what I'm saying? That's a fact. So, yeah, man. I feel everything he's saying, bro. Everything. I'm going through some shit like that right now. But I'm, I'm more colder than shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person, man. I, I'm, fuck it. I won't even show it to your funeral type mm. of shit. If I, don't, if I don't get it off. You know what I'm saying? I don't care less who you is. I don't owe you nothing. And that's how I feel we should move. You don't owe your parents nothing. They owe you the world. My son owed me nothing. You get what I'm saying? Because I gave you life. You know what I'm saying? I gave you, you know what I'm saying? I put you here without you even on the axe. You didn't even have a choice in this shit. So in that, I owe you everything. You know what I'm saying? If I had to give my life for it or you wanted me to come out of my job because I ain't there, fuck it. That, that's just what I got to do. You get what I'm saying? Because I owe it to you. I owe it to you until you from under the wing. You get what I'm saying? So that's just how I feel about it. But I'm also a noble man, so. Most people not like that. Well said, man. We're gonna keep this thing pushing. Uh I got I, I got one more I gotta get to. Okay. Chico Bean. Mm-hmm. Uh recently went on a radio show. I'm not gonna play the clip because they're gonna flag us for it. Damn. Um, but when he went on the show, he was basically saying that how he'll never be in a relationship. Oh, I seen that. Said he's never gonna be married. He's never gonna be in a relationship. And he said, like his, you know how how he moves is, you know he let he let women know from the door. He said, ain't no such thing as victims. His mm-hmm. volunteers with me. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, whenever I'm dating a woman or whatever the case may be, it's like, hey, I just wanna let you know up front, relationship's not gonna happen ever. Marriage is not gonna happen ever. Now, if you wanna rock with me, we can we can do our thing. But if that's what you want, leave now. So that's his that's his mindset on it, and he, you know he gave some some other uh, reasons for it, but yeah, he was saying just what he saw growing up around him in his environment, how it was toxic and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. It didn't it didn't seem something that he wanted to you know what I'm saying have based off what he saw. So I feel him. Yeah, I want to get y'all take yeah, on it, man. I feel, boy, the man look. Me and my wife already had that discussion, boy. If I ever got a divorce. 
never be married again. I won't even have a girlfriend again. I'm keeping it. Hey, girl, look, if you even talk about girlfriend with me, we done. We done. No, no. I'm built for marriage one time in my lifetime. If she don't keep me forever, no one will have me forever. It's going to happen. I'm saying that's just real, dog. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot, bro. It's, bro, it's a lot dealing with somebody else. Like and, and they feelings and, and checking in and and your thinking like matching they thinking like like and you not be able to like take certain things because it affect everything around you and you know what I'm saying the timing might not match up and you know what I'm all it's a lot of shit that go into that that you gotta take into account before you take a step you get what I'm saying and I ain't I ain't built for this twice you know what I'm saying people get married three four times. I'd be cool with being alone, baby. I know somebody got married four times. You get what I'm saying? I'm behind the hell. I'm, 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 That's dedication right there. If bro. I'm ever divorced, I will have me a penthouse. You know what I'm saying? Or a nice ass gated townhome. You know what I'm saying? With three bedrooms for me, my son, and my daughter. And that's it, bro. But don't talk to me about girlfriend, relationship, all that. I'm going to be on Chico Bean Town. <laughs> I went got a vasectomy, baby. Don't ever try to pop up and say you're pregnant with me. We done. We done. <laughs> yeah. And if you see me out with somebody else, keep it pushing. Keep it playing. I'll man. call you later. <laughs> Tell you how my day went. <laughs> I'm with them though. Especially when you make when you at a certain status too. It's like, it don't make no sense for you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard for you to find a woman that's genuine, that's pure, Facts. that wants you for you and not just your money. That's real. So, I, hey, do what you do, brother. He, he is in a, a good position as long as you're honest with him and upfront, mm-hmm. like they say they want. That should never be an issue. Like you said, there shouldn't be no victims. You knew what you signed up for. I was honest with you from the jump. Told you what my what my requirements were or whatever. And this is how we playing the game. You can move around or there's the door. No hard feelings. Still respect you. So I'm with it. I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I agree, man. Like relationships is big ass sacrifices. Everybody not built for it. Everybody not. A lot of people think they are until they get into it and you know it gets to gets past that honeymoon stage. Mm-hmm. Whether that be that, you know, year two, three, ten, twelve, then it's like, okay, wait a minute. This shit ain't all, you know, rainbows and roses. It's it's a lot that go into this thing, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, even if you done vetted somebody and going back to the compatibility topic earlier, when I met him, we were super compatible. Now this person is, is a little different. And I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's in those moments that's going to that's gonna really test your commitment level. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest, most people don't make it. This is that's a loop. I say it all the time. Relationships, this is a losing game. That's just what it is. It's like going to the casino. If you sit there all day, you're going to leave broke. That's just what it is. I don't care how good you are. Mm-hmm. The odds are against you. That's just what it is. And relationships are the same way. We can look at the the you know the, the, the failure rate of, of marriages and then multiply that out by the people who never made it to marriage. Mm-hmm. So this is a losing game. It's no way around it. It's a gamble. So... You know, when when he speaks to that, he basically saying, I don't want to gamble. Uh-uh. I want to control my environment. I like 
my life right now is peaceful. Mm-hmm. I I can move on my own accord. I'm not obligated to nobody. I don't have to hold up business plays because my wife is not comfortable mm-hmm. with this woman being there or the environment because she can't travel and I'm just, so I gotta stop. I can't go do this show because you know I might have slipped up and messed mess with a chicken here. Now she don't even want me going to Tampa Bay no more. It's just it's a bunch of different it's like red tape and hurdles, that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or you know this girl, I can't have her on my podcast. Because you know She don't like her For whatever reason They got into it on the side Or, or she Whatever It's a it's, it's a lot of that Going on You know what I'm saying So when you're in a relationship You gotta navigate that You gotta You gotta maneuver around Those Those, those hurdles mm-hmm. And a lot of times You have to turn down Situations That you know In your heart Would benefit you In mm-hmm. your situation Just to make them happy mm-hmm. And you know for, for a man to say I don't want no parts of that I just want to have me a woman that's around and we can kick it and we can have a great time. But when it's time for me to do what I want to do, I'm going to go do it. And I don't have to deal with any backlash from it. I don't have to worry about getting a divorce. I don't have to worry about paying alimony. I don't have to worry about paying child support. Mm. None of that. And don't think about moving in. Fact. If you fall on hard times, we done. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are no longer equally yoked. That's God real. You're bro. broke. <laughs> but but that's rip, which is which is another aspect. If we get into it, or I don't like your energy, get out of my house. Mm-hmm. It's not our house. It ain't no you know. Hey, we gotta move. Shit, that we gotta deal. Get out. See, in Texas, they got common law. If they put a bill over there or something, they right. got credit card bill. Now we ain't even gonna take it that far. You keep your place. Mm-hmm. I got my place. Plus, I don't like people around my kids. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my kids don't need to see me living like this. You know what I'm saying? So you always got to use that. Don't take my excuse. (laughs) But you got to use some shit to keep these women up off your back and all that type of shit if you're going to be living like Chico. Because a woman will still try to penetrate that, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. She will still try to see see how you living. You know what I'm saying? See you you an upstanding dude. You keep it a dog. She thinks she can change. That's going to be the challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. I ain't never had nobody that's honest with me. Feel you think you can change me? We done. And that's the thing, we man. Re- relationships are a belief system, bro. That's just like like me telling this man he wrong is just like telling somebody that's practicing Christianity you wrong for that, bro. Exactly. You need to be practicing, uh, you know, uh, uh, right. you know, Islam. Buddhist or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like how can you you don't have no grounds to tell that man that? Mm-hmm. So is it just because I believe in it? I'm married in it. It don't mean everybody got to do that. Exactly. Yep. This is what it is. So if that man feels you know strongly convicted to move out, he's moving and he's happy and he's at peace, exactly. which is the most important thing. Do your thing, bro. I ain't, I ain't got nothing against that. At I all. believe in marriage one time, one time for everybody. It should be a marriage with law for one one time in your life. All mm-hmm. the ten times and four times and. <laughs> It ain't that many soulmates for you on the planet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So nah, man. Marriage should be one time only, and then you, you should be revoked after that. Like you should be banned from getting married. Should be revoked. <laughs> <laughs> they should put a big ban on your back. That's crazy. You don't know how to treat no woman. <laughs> you don't know how to keep no man. It's <laughs> on your resume forever. It's just like credit. Facts. Facts. And this this one you can never get done. Hey, you know you're not eligible for rehab. Right. That's it. The only person you can remarry, you can get me married to the same one. one. <laughs> same one. That's it. That's it. 
That's and that'll be some Only funny exceptions shit. if your partner die. That's it. That's right. it. That's it. Outside of that, bam. <laughs> just big red on. That should be on your uh, on, on, on your uh, social security card. Just a big band after you die divorce. Give, give me your social security card. That's real, man. If that- and if you lose it every time they print it, they just hit it with. Oh, you was bad. Shit <laughs> with the big band on your shit. Yeah. May not be a bad idea. We might we might have to flesh that out. Like, could could you think of the effect that like. Uh, that it would have on marriage, like if every time somebody got a divorce, that they their credit took a hit for it. Oh shit! Could you imagine that? Like every time you get a divorce, your credit take a big ass hit. Oh, that shit puts you back at five hundred. Like you're right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you imagine that, bro? Boy, it take a hit now, nah, but it ain't. It ain't. It ain't five hundred. I bet you boys will be way more diligent than that. Well, they hit you with the oh, you getting a divorce? Oh, you credit? Hey, hey. <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here! And it never hey, come man. off. It never come off. So you got to work with this on your credit for the rest of your life. Hey man, that might not be a bad idea. Hey. On that note, man, we gonna get into the advice column. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right, man. First things first. This is from Sir Patreon. What's up, man? All right. You don't want that John Red Coin, boy. I don't know words. Oh, you're not right. You he said, What up, crew? This is Sir. No anonymous shit. Noodle sleeves, ball tech. Uh oh. Gunshot. Welcome to the game, fam. He said, Heard of y'all over the years and spent the last two months listening from Pod Uno. Shout, okay. out, shout out to God o. damn me. <laughs> okay, okay. He just seen the growth in it then. Facts. Uh, he said, I got a question. So, my kid's mother and I last year broke up over us both having one foot in after a five year relationship Mm -hmm. before she moved I was on some heavy CO parenting or co-parenting ideas Mm -hmm. but she wanted to move last April Uh, came back that August after I had got my own place started making more bread and standing firm problems arose from her going through my phone a pistol threat she to me and uh, her taking my kids again this was January. Fast forward now to two months ago, she bent the block and wants to be close without really addressing our issues on her end for the happiness of our kids. But I'm working hard. 60K and moving up and I got a roster. Should I give her the grace she asking for or keep it co-parenting? Context. Uh, I got my own place, two cars, job for retirement and had the kids 80 percent of the time. No child support. And she wanted the greener grass before the level up. Oh, and I elevated from cashier to city state job within the relationship. Mm. So, you know, basically he's saying, man, that, you know, him and his old lady made it work for five years. It didn't work. Now we co-parenting, you know, and it didn't work. It was a lot of a lot of toxicity. She threatened him with a pistol, threatened to take his kids from him, all type mm-hmm. of stuff. And now he done leveled up doing his thing and she's trying to spin a block and trying to, you know, ask him, do he want to don't leave, Don't leave out that he got the kids 80% of the time so mm-hmm. the kids stay with him. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yep. While doing all this and dealing with this belligerent woman. So she the weekend yeah. parent. That's a fact. Damn. You know what I'm saying? My opinion, bro, she threatened you with a pistol, man. She threatened your life. You should never be with this woman again. Never. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to realize what that come with. Like, let's say she do that. Your kids lose you too. You know what I'm saying? What your kids going to do without you? Obviously, you the stable one. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell nah, bro. Like, keep it co-parenting. 
keep it co-parenting, bro. Now, you can do what you want to do for her, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, if she needs to get into position, you know what I'm saying, you know some people, because the kids got to be with her sometimes, too. Right. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, I, I'm, I'm not saying not do that. But as far as, like, being in a relationship, that's dead. You need to tell her, hey, that's dead with us. Mm-hmm. We can co-parent very well. But us having sex and all this type of stuff, Mm-mm. that's dead, baby. Mm-mm. That's dead. You know what I'm saying? Because any woman that are really, like, you know, they got women that, why, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, but they be on some plan type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because she love you. Dead. But a woman that that are threatening your life for real, you don't need to be with that, bro. Nope. Because that's you know? how it starts. Because she don't care about the well-being of her kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially with you doing 80% of the work with the kids while working. And having a house over your head for the kids. And still elevating. And still elevating. She don't give a damn about them kids, bro. Or at least not care like you care. She sees security. That's what she sees. Security. You are security, my boy. So, no. Hell no. Yeah, bro. Keep it co-parenting. Keep it push. Mm. Oh. I'm with smooth. I mean, oh. Can't really elaborate on that more. Yeah. I mean, she is who she is. That's that's violence. Pistol. That's deadly. That can get deadly. You know what I'm saying? That's serious. She stand with you and you, you know what I'm saying? Let, let's say she go through your phone again. She don't like something. She kill you while you sleep. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Keep that coat pant. Or you wake up with a knife next to you. Like, nah, bro, I'm cool. Damn. And I would say even be careful still because with a woman like that, you talking about you got a roster, she going to try to make your life live in hell. Yeah. Even though you got the kids 80% of the time, it's going to be those times where you don't have them and now mm-hmm. she holding them hostage or yeah. being difficult with you about getting the kids back and some stuff. So you just got to you gotta be real strategic and you can't let her know all your moves because you, you know how women get. Women going to get very jealous and they going to, Put them kids, they gonna get them kids involved some kind of way. Yep, and try to put them in between y'all. Yep. Because she want what she want. Mm-hmm. That's real, bro. And yeah. the kids not understanding because they so young. Like, why you don't want my moms? You know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to guilt trip you into being mm-hmm. one. Nah. Yeah. Don't don't show your hand, man. At all. Matter of fact, cut your hand off. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> baby, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna uh Yeah, man, I'm gonna have to uh, agree agree with the boys, man. Uh that's all with man. Once once pistols and threatening police get called knives and things of that nature, I'm out. I'm out. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like anybody that's like willing to do that. That 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 type of thing don't don't go away. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's nothing mm-hmm. therapy can fix. I don't think that's not like that's just how that person is. They they cannot control their emotions mm-hmm. when things go left, right? So just like Smooth said, like just because y'all get back together now, that don't mean problems is gonna go away. Matter of fact, she gonna already have like implicit bias as to you doing wrong because of how y'all relationship went for five years. Y'all was together a legitimate amount of time. Mm-hmm. Right, so every time that you don't come home on time or you stay out a little late or your phone ring or text message come through, that's what's going to be in her head. And the, the one minute you may have cleaned up your roster, because this happens a lot, you will get rid of your roster and be on a straight and narrow. You be good. Relationship going well. 
and a chick hit you randomly six months later with a with a eye emoji mm-hmm. at twelve thirty. Now it's looking crazy. You ain't even did nothing. You you've been really living right. But when your girl see that phone and see that eye emoji and who is this? Who is Tanya? Now that's gonna spark a whole new issue. And your girl has a history of the issues being on the more violent side. Those things don't tend to change. So now if you at peace with the co-parent situation and you elevating and everything is going well in your life, why would you interrupt that flow? Yep. So that would be my advice on that, man. Keep it pushing, man. We can make great co-parents. We can be cool. Sometimes you got to love people from a distance, a distance, bro. I wish you the best. I'm happy for you. You find a new man. All that. I salute that, man. Y'all do y'all thing. But me and you... Mm. We cannot be. Mm. Mm. We can't work together ever. Nah, ever. Simple and plain. So, uh, yeah. Sh- sh- shout out to bro, man. We appreciate you tapping in. Next, man. This is from Ali Patreon. Baby, cuz in the building, man. Yeah, bro sent us some. Oh, okay, he want this to be for the quick hit section. But well, we in advice column, so we just gonna ask it anyway. Uh, this is a TikTok that he sent us. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna play it. I want to get y'all response. Uh, he say, "Let me know if it don't play." Da, 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 da. And the stipulation is each of you have to have different answers. What? Okay. Let me hear. Let first. me see. You can stop one crime forever, okay? But by <clears throat> the way you stop it is by committing it. <laughs> so it will never happen again. If you commit it once. But, but, but also be smart, because like, some of the answers in here can be not like said on the podcast. I would. <laughs> What's it called when you lie in court? Lie on... Just per- yeah, I'll, I'll commit perjury. I'll go to court and I'll lie. So then no everyone who goes that. to court has to tell the truth. That's yeah. actually a really good one. Yeah, fuck off. So then court can be trusted. What if you guys wanted me to try... That's a good one. If you had to commit one crime to end it forever... You have to commit that exact crime. Correct. And that's what we end the pod on? Because this is a hell of one. This last one. Damn. You had to stop one crime so it can no longer happen ever again. But you had to commit the crime. What would it be? That's a rough question to ask. Because my mind automatically goes Damn. to the worst possible crimes. But I can't see myself doing them. Right? We need to talk about child situations, yeah. you know, taking sex from women, things of that nature. Like, I, you know, that's something I want to stop forever, but I'd be goddamned if I did. If I wanted to do it, <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. Um, <sighs> damn. We had to break it down from a lower level. A I say just, uh, I say just, I say just. Stealing in general Just thievery a man I hate a thief Petty thievery I'd rather somebody kill me Than steal from me man I hate a thief Just yeah man Cause you, you If you are a thief I will blast you hey. On everything To make sure so, people know So whose answer is this That ain't my answer though <laughs> Okay okay That's mine Okay I'll okay. take mine Just petty theft All would be a crime. No okay, all thieves All thieving <laughs> well, what we just spoke about earlier That we gotta start stealing like they do That is so true how are we gonna accomplish <laughs> that? They couldn't do that? Oh, okay, okay, bad, you know bad. Okay, yeah, so all theft <laughs> All theft All theft But, shit That's tough, man That's a rough question That's a hell of a question <laughs> 
and I had to commit the crime. Yeah, yes. you got to commit that crime. You got to do it. But once you do it, it can never happen again from nobody. Damn, I don't know. Oh, what would you say? See, this is why we got to start doing research. Insurance. But these niggas be scamming all the day. <laughs> <laughs> insurance fraud. That's not a crime, no. It should be. That should be. That should be. <laughs> that should be. <laughs> I know. Texas, got that. <laughs> nigga, steal that on my check. <laughs> nigga, steal forty percent of your check <laughs> and still want more than the year. How you want? More? Come on, dog. Yeah, Hell no. Niggas get all these yeah. PPP uh, loans. They gotta pay shit back. Come on, man. Oh man, oh fuck! I just had it on my mind. It's not grand larceny because that's stealing. Uh, types I of definitely wanna Let me type up some crime <laughs> <laughs> That thing rough man I know just like bur- Burglary oh, would, that, would that fall under Crime Like stealing thievery Like uh, You know how The other side Always stole from us As far as like uh, Patents And Things like that uh, Yeah you talking about Yeah okay Like beating people to the But, but, but again that's That's not illegal they just had the knowledge and they jumped ahead of like what we was doing. Like they have a business in business for three, four years, but they ain't we go. went with the legal document route and they'll jump in and trademark the name. They got a big old list. Let me see. Let me hear. All right. You got robbery, burglary, burglary, arson, violence, homicide, cybercrime, domestic violence, assault, violent crime, theft, kidnapping, motor vehicle theft. You got hate crime, terrorism, organized crime, vandalism, human trafficking, identity theft. Larceny, bribery, money laundering. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. You know what I'm gonna go with to help the help to help outside murder. Damn, you going with the hate crime? Hate crime. I'm going with murder. Oh, just murder in general. Murder in general. Oh, that's okay. wild. Okay. okay. So you going with the homicide? The reason being, if you took murder off the table from our side, mm. maybe. Maybe we could have a Bill Gates, so, you know what I'm saying? Like them type of people, because we don't know what these people could have been. It's so many of us that get hit by straight bullets. That was good people. True. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, it's so many of us that didn't die before they even was able to transition out the streets and to see what they can become. See, that would open the Pandora's box, right? Because how does like war, and conquering, and different things like that happen now? Everything would change. You take murder off the table. Now we gotta trade something. I can't just go steal it from you. I can't go take so it from we, you. So we we would line up in the field and like give out ass whoopings or something until take it back to the old time. The champ take everything. I mean, you got a few countries that they be having like two murders a year. Yeah, that's real shit. Like that's real shit. Shit don't be common like that. Okay, so mur- murder is a good one. Oh, what you got? You just read off a list. I know, I know you got one in the head now. I was gonna say robbery. That's Steven. Steven, man. 
You taking mine? Yeah. That ain't thieving. That's a different way. Man, the robbery. So money laundering. That's thieving. That's thieving. Man, y'all can take it all the categories. I know. What? But that's stealing. I should have gave some. I should have. But that was good though. Narrowed it down. Um. Got theft, kidnapping, motor vehicle theft, organized crime. Ooh. Organized crime. I would do that one. Organized crime. Murder and organized crime, I would do that. Organized crime. But that's going to affect what we building on this end. No, it ain't. No. no organized crime. No, it ain't. They done, no. done it for years. Because you got to realize, like, uh, what, what is that company right now? Car, car uh, Grills. Carvana. Oh. They make all the dairy products. It's a group of billionaires. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was organized crime. Federal Reserve was organized crime. That threw us all in the debt. A lot of y'all don't know that y'all need to look that up. That's how we have social security cards and we are Mm -hmm. born in the debt. Mm -hmm. It's through the Federal Reserve that uh, the Rockefellers and J.P. Morgan and all these motherfuckers did way back in the day before technology and all this shit. Before, Before modern technology they, they set the play up before it could hit the world, like, before it could hit the streets of the world. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, they had the laws in place before anybody can stop it. Now, yeah, they can't do that. It's still fairly new. It, you know what I'm saying? I don't even think it's... What? Is it, it's a little... Is it 100 years old yet? The Federal Reserve is like no, 100 the, and, the, like... Yeah, the... 15 years old or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's fairly new. Like, it's new. still fairly new. But the play of it was set up by them. The, the the Rockefellers, the the JP Morgans, and I, they got a book about it. Mm-hmm. They got a book about what happened. Like they were all sitting, they all taking uh, separate trains to this one island to mm-hmm. set the Federal Reserve law. Then they went back to their countries and pushed the mm-hmm. laws to be in motion, and that's how we was thrown into debt. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But that was organized crime because mm-hmm. that threw us in debt forever to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I will stop organized crime. Okay. I think that, that was a good one, Otis. That answers it, then. All right, well, appreciate the question, big dog. Uh, that was a good-ass question. Yeah, yeah. I ain't, you know, this is why we got to start researching beforehand. <laughs> but, we got, but, we got a lot of dead space on that question. But but if we was making that play, we was the last ones to do it, mm. I'd do it with y'all so saying. we could have the biggest shit ever. Right, ever. We got to go out with a bang. <laughs> ever. Because after, like, the circumstances ain't going to change. Yeah, we just can't man. commit the crime no more. <laughs> So hell yeah. Um, but yeah, on that note, man, we're gonna wrap this thing up, man. Appreciate everybody for tapping in with us, man. Crusader Nation in the building, man. Patreon is in the building, man. We appreciate it. Okay, man. The merch. We told y'all the merch was coming. Y'all it's like here. these jackets that y'all see. And it's here. It's cruiseason.com. You it know ain't what cheap. At all. Christmas That's present. Real. You know what I'm saying But it's made It's made premium And everything we ever Bring out again That's Will be fact. premium That's a facts Also uh, everybody That's a part of Patreon uh, Y'all should know Y'all discount codes yeah. If y'all don't DM us Then we'll shoot them Shoot them to you It depends and on And we checking you. To make sure you Patreon Don't just be DMing us Thinking <laughs> you're checking Your name Right <laughs> Cause we got a list Of the names uh, In these categories So yeah. just make sure That y'all DM, DM us On Patreon if you can't see it know. on Patreon already, because it's already on Patreon, the discount mm-hmm. what you put in to get the discount. Right. So, but those sweaters, they coming. Yeah. Yes, sir. Coming. So yeah, make sure that y'all tap in. Also, we got a we got a, another surprise coming for everybody. There's another mm-hmm. piece of merch that came out a while back. We said we was never gonna bring back again, but by popular demand. 
Got to. We gonna have to. We gonna have to. We gonna bring it back one more time, Gots man. To. Thank me later. <laughs> Cause I wasn't gonna do it. I'm gonna be honest. I was gonna retire. But you know, like got said, to man. give the people. <laughs> give the people what they want. Shout out to Jay Rose. Man. <laughs> um, the people. <laughs> Straight up, man. But uh, but yeah, we appreciate y'all tapping in with us, man. Again, salute to beatbox the plug. Uh, y'all already know what time it is, man. We back rocking. Um, speaking of, we have an announcement coming up. Mm. Oh, we shall do. We will be running a campaign mm. with B-Box. Mm-hmm. And the end goal of this thing, I'm going to tell y'all the end goal of it. Now, the qualifications, I'm going to tell y'all on the next part, on the next live stream, whichever one. Because we still got a meeting and iron out the stipulations of this thing on how yeah. we're going to be able to take care of it. But for the holidays, we are going to pay in full. Two members of Crusader Nation's rent and or mortgage. Get that wrong for the holidays. And it up to fifteen hundred a piece. Yeah, up to up up to fifteen hundred a piece. So fifteen hundred. You heard it right for two people. Two people. You heard it right. We'll get fifteen hundred a piece. Yeah, so, you know, again, we know it's the holidays, man. It's a lot of Christmas shopping going on. It's a lot of money being spent on Thanksgiving, family functions, things of that nature, right? So we just want to make the, the holidays as, you know, easy going for, you know, y'all as possible, man. We know right after Christmas, it'll be the first of the month, rent coming, things of that nature. We don't want y'all worried about none of that. Just take care of your family, get right. And, uh, you know, again, that, that's on us in collaboration with Beatbox. Like I said, salute to the plug one more time, man. That's a fact. I hope a woman with kids get it, and I hope a man with kids get it. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't hating on nobody else. Hey, if you get it, you get it. Right. But that's just my hope. Isn't it? So yeah, um, as far as the qualifications on how to win, TBD, we will be announcing them very, very, very soon. That's real. Uh, Say GTD. T. No. To be determined. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Straight up. Um, oh, when you, that's that. That's that bone mine <laughs> But uh, but yeah. So you know, again, and that, that's you know, it's just our appreciation, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us and showing us as much love as as y'all do. You know, shout out to the day ones, man. When we were sitting in. Uh, old, old apartments with one camera and a mm. boom mic. Mm. Facts. You understand me compared to the the, the new ones that are tapped in with us within recent months, and they done went all the way back from episode one and caught up, just like bro just said. Salute to sir. Um, we appreciate all y'all, man. We appreciate yes. all y'all. And um, again, every Wednesday, nine thirty, we want to see all y'all on the YouTube live streams. Uh, we're gonna be back at it this coming Wednesday, so make sure that y'all there. Uh, brand new topic. Uh. Same dope content. Also, want to see y'all post with y'all beatbox on Facts. Instagram this Tuesday and Wednesday. Tag us and beatbox to get this thing crunked off, get this giveaway crunked off. Mm-hmm. Goddamn me. Let's let's set it mm-hmm. off right, goddamn me. That's going to be one of the stipulations, as a I'm matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying? I might have it. I'm going to have it, too. You know what I'm saying? I might have a case that day type of shit. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're going to just for the love and support, too, man, just... Keep sharing love, sending to your friend, family member, coworker, mm-hmm. whoever. Everybody talks about relationships, and everybody got a different point of view. And you know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of conversations be interesting. It's just, it's, it's dope to hear people's point of view. Because mm-hmm. some stuff you never think that they may think that way or feel that way about a certain topic or subject. So, yeah, keep pushing, keep pushing the movement, man. 
It's facts. It's facts, man. And, um, like I said, man, we appreciate everybody for tapping in with us as always. Uh, new content coming, new merch on the way. Kenny is good. Kenny just working. <laughs> He's been working his ass off the past couple weeks, but bro, we'll be back. Um, yeah, I, I think that's all I got, man. Y'all got anything before we get up out of here? Yeah. Oh my God, baby. All good. All right, man. On that note, we are gone. We're gonna get up out of here with a record. Uh, this a this a throwback record. A lot of y'all wasn't on this. So y'all see Brent Fayez. A lot of y'all just got on them. All right, so I'm gonna run back an EP from back in the day. It's a record on there called "Came Right Back." God damn We me. appreciate everybody for tapping in. And on that note, we out of here. I put that nigga O on a long time ago, but that's another conversation. <laughs> we gone. Pick up the phone and I'ma slide I never wanna be that guy You still talk about me a lot I ain't never hold my light to ride We used to have to stand outside Now you hate the fact that I'm high And you say you don't miss me Then you miss me, miss me with all of that my baby Lucy, she can't ride back You say that you miss me, that you miss me, miss me with all of that Try to cut my baby Lucy, she can't ride back I've been selling out shows Fucking hell, I've been on the road Bought the copper over for the snow When I come around, niggas better know Stressed out even worse, this is how I get my checks now We all guilty on them niggas who ain't getting out Why do I feel crazy if I'm so blessed now? Wow, you say you don't miss me, then you miss me Miss me with all of that Try to cut my baby loose and she can't ride back You say that you miss me, then you miss me Miss me with all of that Miss me with all of my baby Lucy, she can't ride back. <coughs> I know you don't like shit. Yeah. 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 She said, thank you. Like, real love. Like, we wanted you, you feel me? Like, I'm trying to see. If I book that shit, it's a wrap. I think I did, though. Part of me feel bad for these niggas, honestly. But, like, fuck it for real. Right now, it feels like everything's falling right. It's falling right into place. <laughs> Everything we got now, we can. It's like coming to fruition. Bro, it's crazy because it's like, the way niggas is moving now, it's like we making moves and it's like we already plotting and looking past this shit that we already, you feel me, like, and that's the way it got it. They're going to be sick to see where niggas and 
at like two years, five years, ten years. This is only the beginning too. We're all like, these niggas still like three, four steps behind this shit. Yeah. Like, they still on the same shit we was on like five years ago and shit. Yeah, like. I would hate to be these niggas, bro. Like. Like, you got no clue. Just imagine being like a nigga that's not me, like, makes me want.